upstart team to pull off their first win of the year. Rubio on the right side. Cross court to Ingles. Ball fakes Bielisa. Comes off a Gobert pick. They go under. Joe fires and hits. You can't go under on Joe Ingles. Donovan crossing off Gobert. Spins in the lane to the basket. Lamb go to spite a spin for two. Then earlier this week, it was proven there was no upstart to Sacramento. Their play is legitimate. Crowder gives it up. Rubio has it. Left-hand drive. Sealed off by Fox. Goes to the baseline floater. It falls across the iron and into the hands of Charlie Stein. Back to Fox. He's going to the rack. Power jam with the left hand by De'Aaron Fox on an end-to-end push. That was sensational. Now we do it again. And the Jazz look to find an end to their shooting woes and pull off their Western Conference leading seventh road win. From downtown Sacramento, it's the Jazz and the Kings. Tip-off is now. Believe it or not, I'm watching the three-point shooting tonight by the Jazz. The Jazz average five more three-point shots a ball game against Sacramento, and they make three more. They need to shoot their average, and they'll end up in this ballgame. Ricky Rubio takes the opening tip in the white uniforms with blue lettering and numbering. He works to the right side of the floor, gets in the pocket, kicks to Ingles, runs by heels into the paint, kicks to O'Neal. Royce struggling a little bit. Let's hope the start gets him going. Here's the left-hand dribble from O'Neal. Over to Ingles, four on the shot clock. Back to O'Neal, force him to take a three. It doesn't hit iron. Rebound comes down to De'Aaron Fox. Royce's handoff to Bielitsa for a quick three, and he hit it. That's exactly the way they started off game, last ball game against this team. Bielitsa knocking down a three. He only had five points in that first quarter, but one was a three-pointer. Whistle and a foul. Jazz have a bunch of guys that are in shooting slums. Kings have a bunch of guys that are on fire. Buddy Heald is 16 of his last 31 from three. Bielitsa's at 50% for the season. Mon Shumpert, who's not playing tonight, is on fire. Marvin Bagley's on fire. Jazz have the... Bogdanovich, who's starting for Mon Shumpert, is hot. Crowder, on the other hand, for the Jazz, is cold. And he misses this right here. Crowder, 2 of 12 against the Lakers. In his last 10 games, shooting 33%. Bogdanovich, quick pull-up jumper on the right side. It's good. It's 5-0 Sacramento. Here comes Rubio to the front court. He's not very hot. He's 7 of his last 27. Gives to O'Neal, who's one of his last 11 from three, and he dribbles off his foot and into the backcourt, picks it up. That's an over and back. And the weird one on Royce, who was such an attacker last year, Ron, no free throws in the last 90 minutes played. And that's probably the biggest part of his game, his ability to attack the rim. He's very inconsistent shooting the three. Jazz in a collective slump. Kings in a collective hotness. Can the Jazz break that trend and get this into a grinder? Half-court set here. Vanyanovic jump stops on the right baseline, fires, and hits. It's 7-0 Sacramento. Jazz fell behind by 10 in the first minutes of Game 1 against the Kings. Fell behind by 7 in the first minutes of Game 3. Thus the starting lineup change. Left side Crowder, left corner O'Neal, drives the baseline, goes into Bielitsa, gets to the rim, doesn't shoot. Up to Crowder. Crowder with five on the clock, nowhere to go. Gives to Ro- Ru- Rubio. Rubio runs into Collie Stein, falls to the ground, shot clock violation on the Jazz. They're switching all one through five, and they're keeping the Jazz from turning the corner, just like they did in game one. I mean, the dribble handoffs right now, they're not getting the Kings scrambling. 
Half-court set for the Kings, not their strength, and Fox throws it away. Again, we mentioned it early. Kings number one most often in transition, and then the second most efficiency in transition. They play the least amount of half-court, and they're 26 in the league in it. One question on them, and they're great starters, can they maintain that all year? Chances are yes. Rubio driving, passes it off the foot of Gobert, another turnover on the Jazz. And a brutal start of the night for the Utah Jazz. Kings immediately down the floor. Fox working the lane, misses the three-footer. Jam followed by Heald, pops out. Ingles driving in the paint, bounces to Crowder, layup good. Seven to two. So the Kings, are, are they very good in trans- with their transition defense? I will find that for you in a minute. Courtesy of cleaning the glass. Here's Bogdanovich going one-on-one. Fades back in O'Neal. Misses. Gobert rebound. Bright green shoes for Jay Crowder. Standing out with a white uniform. Hands it off to Rubio. Free throw line jumper. Good for Ricky Rubio. I'm all for the Jazz transition offense. I mean, that's a clean shot. Something they have not been able to do in the half-court set. And so's Quinn Snyder if you go to practice. Every practice has been about pushing and trying to get into the early action. Top to Fox, left side, Bielitsa. Crowder closes nicely. Cut off by O'Neal, his runner's good. He's a far more versatile player than a lot of people give him credit for. Yeah, I, I like his game. I, I can shoot the three, rebounds pretty well. A little controversy here, whether he gets too much time in front of Marvin Bagley. Here's Rubio, pick and roll with Gobert. He can't get to the pick. Now Rubio just dribbling at the top, five o'clock clock. Beats De'Aaron Fox to the basket, lays it up and in. Wow. You don't see that out of Ricky very often. Well, it was like Fox was looking for some help there because he really overplayed the left hand there, Rubio. Or the, here comes Bonjanovic, flares it out to Heald. Half-court Uh-oh. set. Buddy Heald to the basket. Dunk. Sacramento just doesn't run a lot offensively. When they get in the half-court, they're just kind of playing basketball, and yet they scored 19 of their 30 points in the first quarter of the last game without any actions. 11-6. Rubio pick and roll with... Gobert flares it to Crowder. Crowder drives on Bielitsa. Cut off five on the clock. Nothing happening. Hands back to Gobert. Rubio's got to force a three from deep, and it's good. Wow, that is a gift. Jazz, you asked about the Kings half-court defense. I'll have it for you in a second. Transition, transition. I'll give it to you both. Wally Colley-Stein at the elbow, working on Gobert. He's had two good games against Rudy. Throws up a wild shot. Hits off the glass, no iron. 11-9. Jazz have actually hit some tough shots to absorb this early surge. Rubio's hit two of them. He drives here. Comes up reverse side. Layup. Good. Ricky Rubio. Let's go back to Quincy Lewis. And then the Kings throw the ball out of bounds on forced turnover. And we're tied at 11. Let's go back to the Quincy Lewis conversation last year, Rambo. You talk about when Ricky makes layups, he's awfully, awfully good. And this is an excellent job here. He comes underneath, uses the rim as a defender to help him get the shot off. Well, he has been shooting 39% at the rim so far this year. And he has 9 of the 11. So it hits too early. Helps that 39%. Rubio finds a rolling Gobert. It's knocked away by Colley Stein out of bounds. Ten on the shot clock. That's something he's not very good at. That lob should have been more toward the basket and not to... He's a good point guard, and so I hope this makes sense, but I've been surprised he's not a better passer. Does that make sense? Uh, Yes. Left elbow three or left corner three from Rubio, no good. Tied at 11 with seven minutes left. I'll let you expound on that in a second, but the Kings don't let you do that because they're pushing immediately. Bogdanovich pick and roll with Stein and a foul on A.B. who just checked in the game. 
What were you going to So my comment, well, we'll find out about my comment about Rubio as a good point guard. Surprised he's not a better passer when we come back. Next on the Jazz, tied up at 11 on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. We shouldn't have to take a loss to learn things in close games and situations, right? So that's the teaching point with a young team. I love our team. We get along great. We've got their attention. They like each other. We're a hard-playing team, and that's what our reputation is going around the league as. The challenge for us to get better is going through some adversity. When we played Sacramento the last preseason game, we were really ready to go, and they were treating it like their last preseason game. I think the juxtaposition from that game to right now is is, is interesting. I think probably people externally are a little surprised. I don't think people in the league are necessarily as surprised. The confidence that they've gained as a group, I think, is, is obvious. Sound Flash brought to you by New Skin. New Skin, discover the best you at NewSkinUSA.com. Buddy Heald working up the bounce. He's a better catch-and-shoot player, but he's developed this as well. And he hits the 18-footer stepping back. 20 points a game for Heald. Played at Oklahoma, was the college player of the year. Acquired in the DeMarcus Cousins trade. An off-ball foul on the Kings. We're tied at 11 out of the timeout. So Sacramento now needs leads at 13-11. 6.33 left. Sacramento played last night. Lost a dandy of a game to the Golden State Warriors. One-point ball game, wasn't it? One sixteen. One. Alec Burks, another of the Jazz players who's scuffling. Gives it off to Favors, who's playing with Gobert now. Hands to Dante. Over to Gobert. Back to Dante for the layup. So Dante Exum playing a little two with Ricky Rubio here. I like this tonight with Donovan out. We'll see how this works with A.B. at the three. Jazz going to need, and then two bigs with Marvin Bagley in the game being guarded by Favors. This is why the Jazz started Crowder, so they can have this matchup here. Bogdanovich guarded by Dante, drives the lane, fouled by Rudy. Bogdanovich will shoot two free throws. One thing Rudy Gobert is learning is that that award he got in Los Angeles, making him Defensive Player of the Year, has put a huge, huge circle on his chest, and guys are coming after him every night to prove their worth. One of those is Willie Colley-Stein. Here's what Collie Stein said about playing Rudy Gobert. I'm faster than him and more elusive, so just play my game. Um, I'm the same size as him, so I'm not really worried about his length like that. Just try to give a lot of misdirection and stuff and then get into his body so he can't jump. Guys come ready to play the defensive player of the year now. Yeah, they go at you, that's for sure. And, and to back those comments up, you said... Coach Yeager, you can't let Rudy float around. A.B. Block shots. Comes to the top. Takes a three. And dribbling away from the basket. Misses. Offensive rebound. Gobert, no. Favors follow, no. Foul on Colley Stein as Gobert grabs the fourth opportunity there. So, so much of this matchup tonight is the collective energy, I think, of each group. The Jazz is still battling and playing hard. They played really hard in Los Angeles, but guys are scuffling. And when you're, when you're scuffling, you know it. So Gobert hits the free throw. But you've got Jay Crowder for the Jazz, who in the last 10 games is shooting 33% and 21% from three. You've got Alec Burks in the last eight games shooting 34% and 24% from three. Dante Exum comes in. He's three of his last 12 from the field. You know, it's hard, David, to, to come out of a slump. Yeah, because you're trying to make, you know, I'll give a great baseball analogy as Gobert splits the free throws. Frank Mason in the game goes into the post to Colley Stein on Gobert. He turns with a hook shot and scores it. You know, I remember living with some minor league baseball players, and 
And they would slump, and it'd be hard to get out of it early in the season. Rubio fires a three straight away and hits. And finally, one of the coaches turned to one of the players and said, you know, you can only get one hit in this at-bat. You know, I know you're two for 12, but the only thing you can be at the end of this is by out of its drives and scores is three of 13. You can't get three hits in an at-bat. And I think some of the Jazz players are trying to make three shots in one. Here's A.B. working behind a favorite pick, but doesn't go anywhere with it. Top to Dante. Open left side of the floor for Dante. Drives, brings the defender to him, finds favors, who wraps around to Gobert for the dunk. Beautiful play. And we're tied at 19 with 444 left. Frank Mason, college player of the year at Kansas. Top to Bagley, up top to Bagnanovich, the 26-year-old second-year player. Collie Stein, who played a year at Kentucky, or actually more than that, working into Gobert's body. Ball fakes him, but he traveled. More agile, shake and bake, but illegal. Yeah. The footwork there, but one too many steps. Jay Crowder checks in for Rudy Gobert. Harry Giles checks in for Willie Collie Stein. Just think, Ron, Harry Giles is actually eligible for Rookie of the Year. Think of what, if he had having a great year, what could have happened to some, how upsetting that could have been to some fan base if a second-year player was going to steal Rookie of the Year away from their player. Ricky Rubio drives the basket, underhand layup, and scores, and Dave Yeager is furious and calls timeout. A great start for Ricky Rubio, who has 12 points in the opening eight minutes of the ball game, and the Jazz lead at 21-19 on the Jazz Radio Network. He's incredible! Big T is entering the booth. And now, and now, and now, get ready! Thurl Bailey joins Lock and Boo on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz have jumped to a 21-19 lead. Nice moment here where they just honored the Paradise High School. Paradise High School, the city that which was... I don't even know what the right word is, evaporated, destroyed, uh, by, destroyed by the fire. Here, let me make sure I can put this in perspective. Their population is 30,000. That is Cedar City, Utah. It, imagine if Cedar City, Utah completely disappeared and was gone. And what does everybody who lives in Cedar City, Utah do? Logan, Utah is 50,000. I mean, it's not that different. Buddy Heel, three left side is good. 22-21, under four to play here in the quarter. Thurl Bailey will join us from the AT&T Sports Desk here in just a second. Rubio's got tw- 14 points to open the night. Works the left side of the floor. Gets to the mid-range. Fires and hits. Boy, when he is hot, he is hot. Ricky Rubio feeling it tonight. Four of 19 versus Sacramento in the first two. Healed. Great defense from Favors. Comes over and double teams him and steals it. A.B. leading the break, throws it away. That is not good. Well, I'm, I'm going to blame that on Crowder, not so much A.B. Field three, good. Transition, first fast break points of the night. Timeout, Quinn Snyder. All right, so it's not, I wasn't trying to place blame, but right. just running a fast break where you throw the ball behind into three defenders. Well, Crowder running back, so why Crowder did that happen? pulled up, going to shoot a three. A.B. thought he was going to keep all the way to the basket, but I thought it was a clear path. All the way to get a layup. And That's since Jay is shooting about. 21% from three in the last 10 games, you thought you might want to go to the rim? I, I thought is that it what you were that thinking, I, Ron? I'm thinking pass break layups. How's that? Thurl Bailey joins us now. Big T, how are you? No, that's what you were thinking, d <laughs> Yeah, even I was thinking I don't need a three. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rare thing. Some of our guys are pushing my love of the three this year so far. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, they already destroyed your your love of the mid range game. So. Yeah, I didn't actually ever have that love. Yeah, um, I know you did. <laughs> what are you seeing so far, my friend? Well, can you say Ricky Rubio? You'd love to see him get back on track with scoring. He struggled in the last couple of games, but. I mean, he really is the, the pace of this team when he plays this way because if he's not scoring and he continues that pace, he'll find other guys. You know, his win-loss numbers are good. It's interesting. He was a much better road player than home player last year, and that's beginning to be true again this year. Did you guys ever have trends like that, that you were better at the road or home, or do you ever understand why that is? You know, that some players are just more comfortable on the road. I mean, I don't know if playing in front of your crowd puts – pressure on them when it should be just the opposite but some players just feel like when you're on the road there's not a lot of pressure on you how will netto comes into the game for ricky rubio joe ingles comes in for alec burks 25 23 in the corner netto gives to favors jazz is going to try to get favors more engaged offensively without donovan tonight ingles driving kicks the crowd or open three not close Rebound comes down to Fox. Here he comes. In and out dribble. Great defense from Neto. Forces him to give it up to Giles. That was great D. Giles will work the post. Off the knee injury. Played at Duke for a little while. Was the number one player in the country. Hook shot to the middle. No good. Rebound Crowder. Prancing to the front court. Gives to Ingles. Ingles gets in the paint. Gives it back out to Crowder. Deflected. Knocked out of bounds by Heal. 25-23. Sacramento leads Thor, I don't know if you heard us earlier, we were talking about baseball players in a slump and how they have a tendency to go to the plate trying to get two hits in one at-bat. Is there a similar no, last favor, inbound by Neto to Favors is bobbled and taken away, picked up by Giles, outlet pass stolen by Ingles. Top to Crowder. Crowder goes right down the middle for a layup and a foul. Is that what you were talking about in the last pass, Frank? Absolutely, last yes. Layups are good. <laughs> Agreed. Tied at 20. Do you ever, is there any feeling when you're in a shooting slump that you're trying to make two shots at once or that you're pressing in a sense like that? We have so many guys that are kind of in a shooting slump right now. No, I think different than baseball, it's more about what kind of shot. It's, 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 you know, it may not even have to be a field goal as much as it might be a free throw. Just seeing the ball go through the basket um, and, and just making good decisions. If you, you know, you miss three three-point shots in a row. That fourth one's a bad shot, I think. I think you've got to do something different. Favors and Bagley battling for position the post. Foul called on Favors. James Capers, Nick Bouchard, and Mitchell Irvin were assigned to tonight's game by Adam Silver. We didn't have a choice, but they're still here. Twenty-six, twenty-five. Jazz by one. He wanted you to laugh. Uh, no, I was waiting for you. You had a, you were upset. And I thought you might comment on it. No. Giles tries to dunk it over favors. Misses badly. Ingles gives it back up to Crowd on an early action. Dante curls to the basket with Bagley on his shoulder. Layup, good. Oh my! High off the window with a subtle little kiss, and it goes off the window and in. Twenty-eight, twenty-five. He's a very good finisher. Getting better. One of the numerous areas where you can see it coming together. Bagley, straightaway three. Front rim, no. Giles tries to follow, can't get it. Neto rebounds and outlets. Neto creates a tempo that we haven't seen out of the other guys, Ron. High pick and roll, Dante. Comes off Crowder, has Giles on him. Retreats out, should take him. Jazz clear out the corner so he can go to work, but it brought Fox to Exum. It opens up Ingles, rotates to Neto. Left-hand dribble, drive down, load of favors, stolen. Loose ball, Bagley diving on the ground for it for the Kings. 
Here come the Kings in transition. Most often transition in the NBA. Number two in efficiency. Jazz settle them into the half court. Fox goes one-on-one on Neto. Passes out to the wing to Giles. Now they're back into the half court. Right where the Jazz want them. Buddy Heald crosses over. Gets to his left hand. Weaves back to his right. Neto knocks it away because he hit him on the arm. And that's illegal. Only if they call it. Fair enough. And even if you didn't do it and they call it, then it's illegal. <laughs> it goes both ways, right? That's what Ron taught me. I always ask, Ron, but is that it? He said, it is now. Ron doesn't think I actually listen to him, Thorough, but I actually do. I just don't always comment on it. My kids love it when I do that, too. Fox, bounce pass in Collie Stein, tries to go at Favors. Favors wraps him up. we got to jump ball. 55 seconds left in a quarter where the Jazz lead the Kings 38-25. Or, excuse me, 28-25. Dante's going to check back in. He checked out. He's going to check right back in. So, Howell will check out. He got 55 seconds. I wonder if there was a matchup there that they didn't want. They may not want Neto trying to guard Fox. All right, James Caper, the veteran official, will toss it up. Two near seven-footers going after it, and the Jazz control it. Jazz have seven shots in the restricted area tonight, and they're all good. That's a lot. of Seven of your 19 attempts. Dante driving. Kicks to O'Neal in the corner. Bypasses. Swings to Ingles. Over to Crowder. Attacking right hand. Floater up and in from either close to the restricted area or right outside of it. It's 30-25 to 25 Jazz. Heald tries to drive on Ingles. Bounces it down low to Bagley. O'Neal from behind. Fouls it. Thurl, what are you seeing offensively from the Jazz who've been able to score 30 points tonight, shooting 65%? Well, I think they've been able to match the pace of the Kings, in a, in a sense. And, you know, pace of the game is really about possessions. The Jazz have done well on most of their possessions. And, uh, you know, when you play a team like this that gets up and down, even when you make a basket, and, and then you're getting back on, on defensive transition, which the Jazz have struggled with as of late, I think that's... that's where you see the Jazz are right now. And guys like Jay Crowder are getting to the basket more often than, than trying to pull up for three. The rookie Bagley, number two pick of the draft of the free throw line, where so far this year he's at 63%, and his first one was no good. Left-hander out of Tempe, Arizona. It's good. 30-26. to 26. David, I might want you to check something here when we go to break because I have Bradley shooting like 40% from the three-point line in college. Left-hand drive by O'Neal to the basket. Air balls. It catches it on the other side. Hands it back out to Dante. Seven on the shot clock. He blows by heel to the rack. Air balls another layup. Jazz just airballed back-to-back layups. Here comes Fox. Crowder cuts him off. Favors knocks it away. Great defense. Ingles outlets to Crowder. Two seconds left goes by him out of bounds. One second left. Well, we were seven for seven in the restricted area until we la- missed air balls on back-to-back layups. Yeah, but there's something positive to be said about Jazz going to the basket like that. I know they missed the layups, and you can't get those back, but you like to see that aggressiveness. Agreed, my friend. Agreed. Thurl, thank you very much. All right, that guys. Big T, Thurl Bailey. Jazz lead at 30-26 to 26 at the end of one on the Jazz Radio Network. Step back, left side, jumper, good. 
First Quarter Recap, brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. 22-21, under four to play here in the quarter. Thurl Bailey will join us from the AT&T Sports Desk here in just a second. Rubio's got tw- 14 points to open the night. Works the left side of the floor. Gets to the mid-range. Fires and hits. Boy, when he is hot, he is hot. And Ricky Rubio was hot in the first quarter. 16 points for the Jazz, who had an offensive rating of 121 in that quarter. Nice to see. Defense was a 105. Pretty good. Here's De'Aaron Fox. Turning the corner on a half-court drive. Gets into the basket and lays it up and in. That's his first two. Buddy Heald had 10 to lead the Kings. Dante goes straight to the basket. Puts it over Collie Stein. Misses. Rebound Bagley. Jazz have been attacking the basket so far tonight. Driving is... Fox, Dante goes down, they call a foul on Dante Jazz in the first quarter really either the restricted area or threes, they took three mid-range shots, hit them all actually but really were aggressive going to the basket and even one of those mid-range shots from Jake Crowder was about a five footer 30-28, to 28. Jazz down, up by two pass down low to Fox, stolen by the long-armed Australian Dante Exum he brings up the left side of the floor Drives with the right hand in the lane. Has Crowder open in the corner. Finds him for a long two. It's good. You you, you hit it right on the head. His foot is so close to that line, even when he's behind the line. Yeah, with those shoes, he's not fooling anybody, though. Neto guarding Bogdanovich in the post. They lob it into Bogdanovich. He misses. Offense rebound Bagley. Goes up through Crowder and a foul. Jazz have Neto, Exum, Ingles... Favors and Crowder. The interesting one tonight, Ron, is that the Jazz may have discovered a little something. Dante has played with either Neto or Rubio for most of the night and seems to be almost more comfortable without being able to play once he gets the ball rather than playing with the ball the whole way through. Quinn may have found something there. And I know you have liked that. And... I'm trying to find Bagley here. I I can find that for you very quickly, sir, if you'd like me to. He did not take a lot of threes at Duke. And remember, that line is much shorter. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you said he was 40% from From three. three. I think that's right. Right. I think you did your prep. I don't think they're. So the answer to that question is Duke numbers for you. He shot 61% from the field, 40% from three, and 63% from the line. And he splits the free throws here. 21 points, 11 rebounds last year as an 18-year-old at Duke. Was first-team All-American. 32-29, Jazz by three. Jazz running almost a weave on the outside. Ingles throws across to Dante. He lobs it up high for favors. Gorgeous pass, but weak side defense comes in and knocks it away. Had to put a lot of air under it. And then Dante and Fox collide, and a foul called on Dante. And Dante also lost his shoe. That's going to be three fouls on Dante. I believe it's two on Dante. At one. Neto comes in. Dante puts on his shoe. Actually, Neto is already in the game. The official Alec Burks checks in. The voice, the big voice above us was not accurate. So I'll set up the lineups for you in a second. It's Neto, Burks, Ingles, Cephalosha, and Favors. The elites are being guarded by Cephalosha now. Fox, guarded by Neto, drives, gets the shot off, misses it, rebound comes down to Favors. 
Outlet to A.B. Jazz doing a really big effort to get an early thrust into their offense today. They lead it 32-29. Neto has two guys on him as he weaves through a pick and roll. Flares it back to A.B. He drives to the left hand. They'll call that a travel. A.B. who started the year so brilliantly, still trying to find that rhythm he had earlier. 32-29. Here's Fox at the top. He and Donovan played in high school as well as in college. Bajanovic with a deep three ties it up at 32. Neto attacking to the basket. Tucks it like a running back. Gets it blocked. Loose ball saved by Favors. Back to A.B. at the window. Lays it up and in. Well, Neto just creating. The funny thing about Neto is his plus-minus is always great. You wonder how. Well, it's plays like that that somehow got you at Alec Burke's layup. It wasn't pretty, but he just has an energy and effort. Bogdanovich feeling it. Fires again. No good. Rebound favors. Feeling it or doesn't have a conscious. One. Open when he got off the bus. Here comes Ingles driving. Big steps to the rack. Finger roll layup is good. 36-32 Utah. Jazz with six road wins. Most of any team in the Western Conference. Six and six on the road. Bialica on the smaller Neto. Neto gets up underneath him and forces him to travel. This team needs a little Howell Neto right now. Black-eyed. Black-eyed and beautiful. Howell Neto. (laughs) 36-32. Top to Favors. I had a hysterical conversation with Neto the other day. As Ingles and Favors work the pick and roll. It was the best combination for the Jazz last year. Ingles waits in the pocket, scoops at the rim, and scores again. Timeout, Dave Yeager. My conversation with Neto to finish it. He looks. He got banged again the other night. I go, they hit your eye again? He goes, no, they hit my head. He goes, you're a numbers guy. This has to stop, right? <laughs> Ron's like choking over here. Time out on the floor. Utah 38. Jazz, the Kings 32 on the Jazz Radio Network. Forty years of Utah Jazz basketball. This team belongs to Utah. It belongs in Utah. With the approval of the NBA, our family has transferred ownership of the Utah Jazz and the Vivint Smart Home Arena to a trust with the intention of always keeping the Utah Jazz in Utah. Larry and I made a promise. The Jazz can't leave Utah. We have to do everything we can to keep them here. We are proud to have fulfilled that promise, and we are very happy to know that now more than ever, the Jazz will belong to Utah. Since chills down your spine still to this day, it's probably the second most important day in franchise history in the 40 years of Jazz basketball, and Miller's put the Jazz into a family trust. 40 years of Jazz basketball. Bielitsa gets a layup. It's 38-34. Ricky Rubio checks in. Joe Ingles checks out. It's Rubio, Burks, O'Neal, Cephalosian, Favors. Favors. Hands it to Rubio at a brilliant first quarter. He turns the corner with a left hand. Out to Royce O'Neal. Corner three for Royce. No good. Royce won for his last 12 from three. Hoping the Jazz can find some of these guys to get it rolling a little bit. A.B. knocks it away from Fox into the backcourt, diving after it. His pink feet slide out from underneath him as the ball squirts away, and it goes out of bounds. 38-34, shot clock at 15. A.B. never had possession. Did they ever get across half court? Yes. Okay, then otherwise it would have been a violation. 
Fox on the right side, guarded by O'Neal. Comes off a pick, steps behind it. He's been struggling with his shot a little bit, but not here. Fox was one of his last nine from three, but he hits that. He had 21 in the first game against the Jazz, 17 in the second. 38-37, Jazz by one. Cephalosian, mid-block right. A.B. trying to get free, but can't. Gives up top to Favors. Hands to Rubio. Rubio on the right side. Down low to Favors. Got Bielitz on his shoulder. Trying to work himself into a shot. Puts up a wild one. Missy goats his own rebound. Kick out to A.B. Catch and shoot three. No good. Jazz are two of nine from three tonight. Bielitz angle left. Working on Cephalosian. Shoves off of the left hand. Goes nowhere. Favors comes over. Alters the shot. And then fouls him. And Bielitz finishes. Bielitsa. Now, now, now you see my complaint, right? You mean the fact they shoved off with the yes. left hand so obviously and they didn't call it? Balance Cephalosha. Gobert will check in for favors. Any technical foul has been called on the Kings for something. Uh, Bielitsa punched the ball on the way out of the basket and it went into the crowd. Rubio's free throw is good. He's now got 17. So Bielitsa will go to the free throw line to complete the three-point play. Tied at 39 with 7.29 left here in the second quarter. Seven ties already, six lead changes. Had a lot last night in the Kings-Warriors game. Bielitsa makes Sacramento back up, 40-39. to A.B., Working off a Gobert pick. Jazz playing very well offensively, but not hitting the three tonight. O'Neal hands over to A.B. Double stagger right to left. Collie Stein switches up, gives to O'Neal. O'Neal ball fakes, drives and jams. Royce O'Neal with a power attack of the tin. And they got the Kings in a scramble on that particular play. Take advantage of the switching, not by backing it out, but by continually running them off more and more picks. Colley Stein trying to drive on O'Neal puts it on the deck, Jazz bring a double and then he tries to throw a pass, gets knocked away Colley Stein, once he puts it on the deck is a reluctant passer at best two kind of passers, guys who drive looking to pass and then guys who pass when all else has failed Colley Stein fits into that category, Utah 41 Sacramento 40 Fox over Rubio for a three on the far side, rims out rebound Gobert, up to Rubio, chest ahead to Grayson Allen who's just checked in I think I heard Boo Birds again. Top to O'Neal. Left-hand drive. Swings to Cephalosha. Jazz really have it running around. No look pass from Cephalosha to go. Bears knocked out of bounds by Bielitsa. Cephalosha wasn't looking, but Bielitsa was. Jazz are shooting it at 56%, despite being 2 of 9 from 3. Sacramento's the op- at 54%, but they are 5 of 8 from 3. Jazz still lead it by 1. 8 on the shot clock. Hands to Rubio. Mid-range jumper angle left. Good. He is. Ron, you talk about the Joe Ingles swishing it through. I don't think Rubio's hit the net yet. To, or hit that, the rim net yet tonight. That net is really buckling there. 19 points here for. 7 of 8 from the field. Here's Bogdanovich out of Serbia. Top to Kali Stein. And a whistle and a foul. It's going to be on Rubio guarding Bogdanovich. He is a really nice player. In fact, last year we came in here and at the time it was clear Bogdanovich was the best player on this team. Now, Collie Stein's improved, Fox has improved, Heald's improved, and they're all probably more per se talented. But in many ways, Bogdanovich might still be the best player on this team. 
So free throws. And the penalty with 6.15 left in the quarter. And Rubio picks up his first foul. He has 19 points. Jazz fans. Purchase a Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat ticket to an upcoming jazz game. Receive unlimited hot dog, popcorn, nachos, peanuts, starting as low as $33. Visit utahjazz.com or call 325-2999 to buy a Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat ticket now. Free throw good, 43-41. Bielitsa checks out. Bagley checks back in. Now Cephalosha is going to try to guard Bagley. That may not last long. Here's beautiful play out of the free throw. Rubio gets the inbound. Chests it ahead to O'Neal who waits for Rubio. Sprints right by him. Grabs it. Lays it up and in. 21 in the first half for Ricky Rubio. Cephalosha and Bagley in the post and a foul on Bagley. 21 in the first half for Rubio. I, every time he does this, I go look it up. Is this the most points he's ever scored in the half? And the answer is no, because when Ricky gets rolling, Ricky really rolls. And he's rolling right now with 21 points in the, in the quarter. This last foul on Bagley was a foul that Derek Favors thought he should have gotten in that first in the first quarter. Well, if he was small and skinny like Cephalosha, he would have got it. Here's Rubio. Pick and roll with Gobert. Into a top of the key mid-range jumper. No good. He hit iron. That was a little bit of a heat check right there, I think. Might as well. To where Still he can a go. good shot. Healed three. Deep in the cup. Swirls out. Rebound Gobert. Royce O'Neal to the front court. Most points Rubio has ever scored in the first half. 25. Grayson Allen. Quick release. Three. No good. Allen is not hit. Hits a lot in practice, but he's not making shots in games yet. He is now... 8 of 30 from 3 in his rookie campaign. Seth Colley Stein puts it on the deck. He's going to shoot. Misses the shot. Rebound on Jay Crowder. As Bagley snuck around him in the foul. Foul's on Utah. April last year against the Lakers. Rubio had 28 in the first half. In February last year in a game where Donovan Mitchell didn't play in San Antonio. Rubio had 23. And then earlier this year in New Orleans, Rubio had 20 in the first half. So this is the fifth time in his NBA career he's had 20 in the first half. Third most points he's ever had in the first half of a game. Free throw for the left-handed Bagley is good. He's getting to the line a lot for a rookie. It's his fifth and sixth free throws of the night here. Interestingly is that Rubio has never... Scored 20 points in the second half of the game. He usually gets off to a good start, and that's it, huh? 45-44. Jazz by one. Top to Crowder. Thinks about a three. Doesn't take it. Steps behind the line. Fires and hits. He didn't want to take it. Then they kind of dared him to take it, and he had to, and he makes it. 48-44. Jazz third three of the game. Jays first. Jazz by four. Jazz have led by six. Sacramento's led by seven. We've had seven lead changes, seven ties. Frank Mason inside to Collie Stein. Trying to force it over Gobert. Misses. Collie Stein's got a point to prove tonight. Thus far, he's one for five trying to prove it. Rubio off an early drag. Takes a right-hand dribble into the body of Collie Stein. Kicks to Allen. Catch and shoot corner three. Got it. Grayson Allen. Crowd booing. Public enemy number one out of Duke. 51-44. Pass to Collie Stein, knocked on the ground by Gobert, picked up by O'Neal. Left hand dribble, pushed and fouled. They get no whistle, and Gobert jams at home. How is that? We'll take it. But the fact that it was not a foul on Collie Stein is stunning. But Gobert staying with the play, 
follows up with a dunk, and the Jazz have their largest lead of the night of nine on an 8-0 run on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah leads by nine on an 8-0 run. A moment ago, we rang the 30-point bell. Brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus of Murray, and Lexus Linden. Inviting you to test drive the luxurious Lexus automobile today. Let's find out who dropped 30 in the NBA tonight. Flashes a pass to Fournier. High right feed down to Vooch. He's got McGee. He'll bump, he'll grind. He'll lay it up and in. Vucevic unstoppable tonight. Remember, he had 36 against L.A. eight days ago. He's got 31 tonight. One of the most underrated great announcers in the league, Dennis Newman. And Vuk had 31 in 15 and 7. He's been great this year for Orlando. Orlando's been... A lot of people had a chance to acquire him the last little bit. Bogdanovich takes a tight curl. The Jazz defense just stopped on the curl. Allowed him to get the pass and lay it up and in. I'm not sure what happened there. Nice play out of the timeout. Rubio bounces to Allen, who's on the floor with O'Neal, Gobert, and Crowder. And... Rudy Gobert puts it on the deck and drives his shoulder into Colley Stein to draw a foul. Colley Stein just picked up a foul there. David, and he wasn't expecting that from Rudy, and he was late. I mean, he was like a step late, and Rudy had got the shoulder in there and going to go to the free throw line. By the way, Orlando beat the Lakers tonight behind Vukovic's 31-15-7. Here's Grayson Allen. Guarded by Buddy Heal. They're right up on him. He takes a hard left-hand drive, goes to the rim, and gets fouled hard. Ron, you've been in this league for 50 years. Have you ever seen a visiting player who has just entered the league who is criminal number, enemy number one the way Grayson Allen is? Like what we experienced in Indiana and the Bluebirds were out again tonight is incredible. I have not. It's got to impact him, don't you think? Well, unless he accepts, you know, there are some players that that when, when you boo them, they get better. So we'll just have to wait and see with Grayson and see how he handles. He seems to be a tough kid. First free throw is good. Second free, excuse me, first free throw is no good. Second free throw is no good. They just got a large drink at Jack in the Box because Grayson missed both free throws. That's a 90% free throw or 83% in college. Bagley at the top. Grayson's teammate last year. Gives to heel. Left side, Bielitsa. Crowder closing. Flare out to Bogdanovich for an open three. No good. Rebound. Crowder. Baseball outlet pass to Rubio. Rubio surveys the scene. Works to the right side. Attacks. Comes around the near side on a Nash dribble. Waits for a pick from Gobert. Comes to the left side. Has Bagley with him now. Ball fake. Steps through. Bounces it back out to Crowder. Tough pass. But Crowder's got all sorts of airspace. Settles himself. Fires the three. Misses. And a foul on Bielitsa on the rebound. Jay Crowder tonight, one of four from three, but does have 12 points, five of eight from the field. Derek Favors came off the bench tonight, has five rebounds, two assists, two blocks, and two steals in his 12 minutes. Jazz trying to match up to Bielitsa. Quinn has just pulled Grayson Allen out of the game and has some words for him. Dante comes in, he'll play the two tonight. Largely, Neto is playing the backup one, it was terrific. And Rubio trying to get a pass off with Frank Mason in on his body. Slides his feet and travels. Well, I'm sure those comments to Grayson Allen wasn't anything, but just probably some reminders out there. Um, probably wasn't chewing him out, by the way. 53-46, seven-point jazz advantage with 2.49 left here in the half. 
Bogdanovich working the right side. Shoves off with the left hand to clear some space. Step back jumper, no good. Crowder tries to outlet to Rubio as the Jazz want to push. Rubio attacks again. Flares it up to Gobert. Comes back to get it on a handoff. Mason, who's a tough little defender, is all over him. He's their version of Neto. Dante turns the corner to the rack. Left hand layup, no. Rebound Bielitsa. Excuse me, right hand layup, no. 53-46. Dante's been attacking hard tonight. Two of five shooting. Excuse me. Check out Dante's. Yeah, two for five. Jazz force a turnover. Fast break. Ingles tries to throw it up for Crowder. Left it in the air too long. And he gets knocked away by Bielitsa. Jazz 53, Sacramento 46. Jazz led by Rubio's 21. Ingles having a hard time inbounding. Finally gets it to Rubio. Mason is bothering Rubio a little bit here. Well, he's on him all over the place. Gobert shoves off on Bagley in the elbow and gets called for a foul. That's going to be the second on Rudy. In the quarter, the Jazz have outscored the Kings 30-26, to 26, hitting 59% of their shots. Kings have hit 53. Well, the second quarter, the Jazz had success. Jazz have had success in the second quarter all year, Ron. They're yeah. great. They're second-best second-quarter team in the NBA. Bagley driving on Gobert. Shot up and good. Marvin Bagley showing some skills. 20-17, and 22-17 last night against the Warriors. Lob to the rim. Gobert is there, and he'll feast he said Rudy on this Thanksgiving lob, weekend. Huh? Did you say that? What I say? That Rudy can't throw a lob? I said Ricky. I'm sorry, Rudy. Ricky can't throw a lob? Well, I said that he's not as good a passer. Nah, he's a good a point guard, well, but not as good a passer as I thought. I'm just being a little funny. Oh, okay. Quick drive by Mason. Gets to the basket and lays it up and in. 55-50. Minute 20 left. Rubio, left-hand drive at the basket. Swiped at by Mason. Recollects. Lays it up and in. 23 for Ricky. Second highest scoring half of his career. 57-50. Here's Buddy Heald. Like to play catch and shoot. Not off the bounce, but he's improved his off the bounce game. He dribbles it off his knee out of bounds. The officials missed this one. That ball went visibly off Buddy Heald's knee out of bounds. And now Nick Butcher comes in and overrules either Mitchell Irving or James Capers. I, it was Mitchell Irving who made the original call. 57-50, minute to play. Jazz by seven. Rubio with 23 in the first half. Holds it over the head with a white sleeve on his right arm. Gives to Gobert, handoff to Ingles. Flares back to Crowder. Bypasses an open three. Penetrates instead. Tries to force up a shot. Gets it swatted. Crowder's on the ground as the fast break comes the other way. Mason will rise and fire for a transition three. No. Long rebound to the corner. Rubio's goes after it softly. Heald knocks it off Rubio out of bounds when they call a foul on Heald. That is a gift on the Jazz. Rubio had control of it, but he looked up court to see who he could throw the outlet pass to. And while he was doing that, Heald came around the outside and knocked the ball off Rubio out of bounds. Well, he called a foul, right? Did yeah, he get... I, mean, I, I don't see the foul at all. I've watched the replay three times. Oh, yeah. You see the foul? I think he had to hit him on the arm. Right? All right, we'll go yeah. with that. You know why? They called it. Yeah, absolutely. And now Rubio draws a foul on Mason. And that'll get the Jazz free throws. And the brilliance of what Rubio just did there with 33.2 seconds left, it gives the Jazz a two-for-one. Excuse me, Ingles drew that foul. And it's on Bogdanovich. 
Jazz go back up by eight. Gobert checks out. I think. And Favors comes in. Derek. Derek's 12 minutes won't wow anyone because there were no points scored. But what a box score line for Derek in his first stint tonight. Ingles makes both free throws. Derek has five rebounds, two assists, two blocks, two steals in 12 minutes. Jazz by nine. Equaling their largest lead of the night. Buddy Heald fires a three. No good. Rebound comes down to Crowder's game clock. Shot clock have about a second separation. Not sure he'll need to go that fast, but maybe that's the shot he wanted. Ingles will work the top, guarded by Bogdanovich. Jazz Crowder comes to the pick. They're trying to get Bielitsa to switch on Ingles. They get that. Now Ingles retreats out. Three on the shot clock. Steps into an off-the-bounce three that goes hard off the back handle. Rebound comes to heel. They won't get it off. The half is over. And the Jazz lead at 59-50. Very good first half for Utah. Keeping the Kings in the half court primarily and offensively making shots. They lead by nine on the Jazz Radio Network. Second half about to get started here. Geek alert coming. All right, are you ready? Sometimes the really geeky numbers tell the story. Sacramento likes to run. We've talked about that a lot. Sacramento only four times all season has played in the half court for 80% or more of their possessions. Two of them against the Jazz. So the Jazz have done a good job all year keeping them in the half court. The problem is that in the half court, the Jazz have not gotten stops. In game one, the Kings averaged 1.5 points per possession in transition. In game two, they averaged 1.4 points per possession in transition. Tonight... Not only have they not been in transition very often, but they're averaging .7 points per transition. So that's been the key to the Jazz. They lead at 59-50. Thank you to Cleaning the Glass, the website for that. Half-court set for the Kings in their purple uniforms with gray sides. Bogdanovich on a catch-and-shoot curl. No good. Rebound to Rudy Gobert. Jazz leader is Ricky Rubio has 23 points. Watching the second half here. Rubio did not score in the first half against this team the last time. Box at seven. Well, Rubio had been really quiet. Jay Crowder starting the second half as he did the first half. Steps behind for a three and misses it. Jay one for five. Fox transition pull up three short. Long rebound of the free throw line. Rubio has it. Will the Jazz play with the same thrust they played with in the first half? Rubio passes to a cutting Crowder. Misses the layup. Gobert battling for the rebound. Gets it. Foul. Throws it to the rim. He'll get two free throws. Offensive rating for the Jazz in the first half of 114. Anything over one, that's about the like the threshold number, which if you break over, you're in really good shape, is 115 offensively, and defensively you can get it under 100. Those are about the same amount away from the league average of 107. That's a good way to look at it. So the Jazz were right there offensively, and defensively they kept them under 100 at 97. That's why you're up by 9, which would be an 18-point win over a whole game. So Jazz do it for another 24 minutes. Gobert's first free throw, no good. Second one's good, and the Jazz have their largest lead of the night of 10. I'm David Locke, along with Ron Boone, our engineer tonight, our studio engineer is Adrian Leiser, along with Jake Snelson. Matt George is our statistician, and our engineer is a man who's, I don't know his name, Mike. I don't know his last name. He's never told me his last name. He's just Mike. Mikey likes it. Rubio drives the lane, stops at the dotted line, shot gets blocked. 
Cox picks it up. His long outlet is deflected by Crowder, but out of bounds. But that's how you stop transition right there, is you deflect the out the on your head's on a swivel. You deflect the outlet pass, and now you force the Kings into transition. If you're just joining us, the Kings are the 26th-ranked offense in the half court. As Fox works in the lane here, floats it up. He's fouled from behind. The ball falls off the rim. He'll get two free throws. 26 in the half court. They're second in the league in transition. Now, this is what I was looking at and what I was about to say here because Fox had seven points in game one in the first half, and Rubio did not score. In the previous match, in the previous match, and Rubio in that first match comes up with ends up with in, in the first ball game against them. He ended up with 13 points coming in the second half. So I'm looking for Fox to be more offensive minded here in the second half, and hopefully Rubio can match his, his effort. Fox 21 points in 17 those two matchups. He's been really a, an assist guy in the last two games. 35 assists in the last three games for the. Former number five pick of the NBA draft. 60 to 51. He splits the free throws. Rubio penetrates. Really attacked a lot in the first half. Hands it back to Crowder. They're switching on the outside. So Crowder goes to the post. Guarded by Heald. Slides by him and lays it up and in. Beautiful move for Jay Crowder. Here comes Fox. They're going to run right at you all the time. Cut off by Rubio. Trailing's Heald. O'Neal's right Or Crowder's right on him. Into the post. Bielitsa working on Ingles. And a reach-in foul on Ingles. So Bielitsa played in Minnesota last year. We'll go to the line. Dave Yeager. Go ahead, Ron. Pretty good player. Yes. I I think his offense is is very, very good. Defensively a question of his athleticism and his toughness. Well, uh, offensively, much more versatile than just a pure shooter. Yeah, there, there's a, this league is is a three point shooting league. Shot forty one percent last year, and I think he's and pretty he's good. Fifty percent this year. Sixty two fifty three nine point lead up to Bielitsa makes the free throws. Left side Ingles swings it up top to Rubio drives bounces to Gobert. He'll attack from eight feet out on the left side. Body bumped and fouled by Collie Stein. That'll be. Collie Stein's third foul, two of which Rudy has truly drawn tonight. Yeah, again, yeah, I think he's catching Collie Stein by surprise there as he puts the ball on the floor. Collie Stein knowing that at seven foot one, if he's driving to the basket, he's thinking dunk. So he's trying to put the body on Rudy. Mike Wells in the halftime interview talked to us, Ron, about how they're clogging the middle. So if that's the case, Rudy backs up to about seven, eight feet. They're not guarding him. Is that the right play for Rudy? Oh, without a doubt, if he's going, to, if he if he has an angle. And then, you know, why not put the ball on the floor and try to get there? The problem I have is, is, is that can he pass off the dribble enough to where if they, they're clogging in the middle, he can find someone over. Yeah, maybe not. But he's got a double-double again. He's only had two games all year where he hasn't had that. Bounce pass to Collie Stein. Tried to dunk on Gobert, and they misses the shot. A late whistle called on Rudy after the miss. The Elitza would have laid it up and scored, and instead the 45% free throw shooting Collie Stein will go to the line. So I'm not sure the Jazz hate this call. I'm just not sure I see it. Yeah, there's no foul there. But it means but it means that the Elitza does not get the layup, and Collie Stein goes to the line where he makes the first. 64-54 now. Zions Bank starters. Tonight for the Jazz, Jay Crowder in for favors to start for the matchup. Had 14 points. Gobert has 10. Rubio, 23. Ingles, 6. And O'Neal, 2. Zions Bank, they haven't forgotten who kept them in business. Rubio penetrates. 
turns it over to Bielitsa. Fast break the other way. Fox to the lane. Scores it. Fifth fast break point of the game for the Kings. Timeout. Quinn Snyder. He's taking a timeout. Alec Burks committed a turnover above the break. It led to a Buddy Heald three. Ricky Rubio commits a turnover here that leads him to a fast break. And that's how the Kings are getting in transition. It's a seven-point game. Timeout. 64-57 on the Jazz Radio Network. Who's hot tonight? It's your Utah Jazz Player Spotlight. Beautiful play out of the free throw. Rubio gets the inbound, chests it ahead to O'Neal, who waits for Rubio, sprints right by him, grabs it, lays it up and in. 21 in the first half for Ricky Rubio. That's your Player Spotlight, brought to you by WCF Insurance. WCF Insurance, be careful out there. Rubio's got 23. Someone else is going to have to help him here in the second half. 64-57, 9.30 left here in the third quarter. Jazz by 7. They led by as many as 10. Ingles works a high pick and roll with Gobert. Has Bogdanovich on his hip. Ingles drives, kicks it out to Crowder. Open 3, no. Rebound comes to Fox. Jazz got to get back in defense. Transition, keep them in the half court. Kings play usually the most transition of any team in the NBA, but they're in a half court set here. They run Fox off a Collie Stein pick. O'Neal stays tethered to him nicely, and then he releases him. He steps through, misses the eight-footer. Rebound comes to Rubio. Rubio outside the three-point line. Swings it to O'Neal. Inside to Gobert. Hands off to Rubio. They go under the pick. He penetrates. Lob! Slam! Dunk for Rudy Gobert. Plenty of action on that particular play. It's just... And this is the reason you can come up with great shots like that when you have so much action going. Half-court set again. Fox coming off an Ingles pick. They look like they're playing Twister by the time the play ends, and that's a foul on Joe. Blue circle, right hand. Red square, left foot. You never played Twister? Come on. I mean, it was one thing you didn't know about s'mores. I, I, You're telling me you never played Twister? No, I have not. But I've seen the game. All right. I've never played. 66-57. Bogdanovich. Guarded by Exum, who's checked into the game. Swings it over to Collie Stein, driving hard to the rack. Jazz got a bit confused. Collie Stein just about missed the dunk, though. O'Neal goes out. Axum comes in. Dante played a solid 11 minutes, creating at the two. He's played only two tonight. Neto had a good string as the backup point guard. Ingles tries to swing through. Bogdanovich is up on him tight and a foul on Bogdanovich. Joe's chuckling. Joe's got that feisty little grin on. Now he's talking to a guy in the crowd. Do you think Joe could ever be quiet in a classroom? (laughs) Joe had to be the guy talking in class. Or the guy that gets the last word, David. That's all. Uh, David Lock. Yeah. David Never Locke. heard of that. <laughs> Rubio, beautiful ball fake. Steps into an 18-footer. Line drive, no good. Rebound comes down to Bielitsa. 66-59. Eight minutes left. Jazz in the half-court defense again. And then a foul on Rubio. A lot of fouls here early. Kings played last night in Golden State. And the foul on Rubio is his second. The Jazz are in the penalty at the 7.55 mark. Ouch. Well, mark it down. The Kings are 14 of 17 at the free throw line right now. We'll see how many they end up taking once they get into the penalty. First one, no good by Fox. Second one from Fox is good. 
60. 10-point lead whittled down to 6 by the Kings. Rubio, former 5th pick, being guarded by Fox, a former 5th pick. They got confused, and I, I thought Rubio had a, a wide-open 3. He didn't take it. Collie Stein guarding. Rubio drives. Tries to ball fake. Loses it out of bounds off the knee of Collie Stein. I would say the reaction of Rubio was that he thought it was off him. The reaction of the crowd is they agreed. Well, Collie Stein's not complaining. Nope, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Collie Stein and but Rubio, everyone's reaction to the building was very much. Oh. Yep, it was absolutely off the knee of Collie Stein. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't think, and I think the only one who knew it were the official and Collie Stein. Rubio inbounding, five on the shot clock, gives to Gobert. Gobert puts it on the deck, drives to the rack, oh. and hammered. Oh my goodness! And then sprints back defensively to cut off Fox. And what Kick is- to the corner to Bogdanovich. He fakes the drive, blocked by either Exum or Gobert. Long outlet to Ingles by Gobert is on the wrong side of him. Gives it turnover. Fox has it. Jazz back defensively, and a foul on Rubio again. So Rubio's got four fouls now. And the free throws for Bogdanovich. Gobert from 15 feet out on a single dribble. 14 points, 13 rebounds tonight. Free throw by Bogdanovich is good, 68-61. One thing to keep an eye on, we'll mention it again later, but the Jazz in the fourth quarters this year are 29th in the league. Kings are the third best team in fourth quarters. Let me ask you a question here, David. Yeah. How many guys in the league with the same name? we got to have a few Smiths. We probably have a lot of Joneses. Same name, David. First and last. No, his, they're spelled differently. Ingles. Angle left three. No good. Gobert offensive rebound. Back up. No tip follow. Yes. So much for being better than Rudy Gobert. Willie Colley Stein's getting his handed to him tonight. 70 to 62. Ingles pass knocked out of bounds. I believe the two Bogdanoviches are spelled differently, Ron. The last names are spelled the same. The first names, one has a J where the other has a D. But don't ask me to pronounce it. As long as you can pronounce the last name, that's fine. Bojan is the. Indiana Pacers, B-O-J-A-N, who we'll see tomorrow night. Bogdan is the guy who just turned it over here, picked up by Exum. Given to Ingles, Gobert sprinting and dunking. Rudy Gobert has run the floor tonight with a vengeance. So what did that remind you of? Practice yesterday. Practice yesterday. <laughs> At UCLA, Fox off a of pick and roll. Pull up, jumper at the elbow, no. Rebound tapped. By Ingles, picked up by A.B. Kings look tired all of a sudden. Having played last night, I think the Jazz could put a little hammer down right now. Long way to go, but Kings put in a huge effort last night. Lost to Golden State. Ingles gets caught in the corner. Dante doesn't come to the ball. Ingles says, you got to come help me out. Five on the shot clock. Ingles drives. Cross-court pass to Burks. He fires the three as the shot clock's going to expire. No. Rebound tapped, controlled by Bagley. Favors and Gobert are in the game. Fox trying to penetrate. Cut off by Favors. Out to Bogdanovich. Three is good. Well, that, that, that was a two-play sequence by Dante Exum, quite honestly, that is fans don't understand that is why sometimes players don't play as much as you think. He didn't run the offensive play to the ball, and then he sagged down to help 
leaving Bogdanovich open for three on a play where he didn't need to sag down and help. And they're two subtle things. And unless you've been at practice every day and you know what the coach is talking about, and you, I know our fans always wonder, like, why doesn't Dante play more? That two-play sequence right there, they're going to sit and film and watch him. And Dante has only played 140 games, so he still makes these mistakes. That's where he's still young. He'll learn that. He'll stop making those mistakes. But that's a sequence right there that cost the team five points. That is what the coaches get frustrated with. Timeout, 543 left, 72-65, Jazz by seven on the Jazz Radio Network. momentum in the world, then they really messed up two plays in a row. Let's see if they can regain it. They were up 10 with the ball. Neto comes in to play point guard. Bounces to Favors. Free throw line jumper. Good for Derek Favors. He's hit that mid-range shot the last few nights. Well, you remember he, how good he got at it last last year. He worked at it very, very hard. Jazz are looking for more out of Derek offensively. That's his first field goal. He's been very good tonight. Bagley in the game, so Favors playing the four. Fox comes out the pick and roll. Hands to Giles. Floats it up over Gobert. No, but tips it up and in. Jazz are doing a brilliant job tonight of keeping the Kings in the half court where they're not as efficient. Dante left side. Top to A.B. Alec one for four tonight. Left-hand dribble into traffic. To the window. Squirts it up and in. Wow. Nifty move by Alec Burks. I was impressed with the the dribble because when he had to get between two defenders, you see how low to the floor he was. Fox just attacks off the make. Goes all the way into the rim. Draws the foul and finishes. That's the Kings. That's what you got to be ready for at all times. Well, they want to keep him going to his right. Don't let him come back to his left. Dante just opened up the door on the left side and let him go straight to the basket. So that's where that came from. Open up the door, meaning that you're shading him some way. Misses the free throw. Alec on the right side. Double stagger waiting. Goes away from it to the rack. Double clutches. Finishes and a foul. He'll buy one, and he'll get one free. And that's a really heady play by Alec Bertrand because the Jazz set the play. Everyone in the building saw the two big guys sitting there to his left. Double stagger was coming. He was going to go right to left to the rack. And the defense jumped it, knowing what was coming, and pre-switched. And then that meant that Alec could beat him to the basket. Yeah, he's so good at making contact with the hang time. Free throw's good. Jazz back up by 10. 79-69. That's a huge, that's a big play. As much as we talk about the other ones, that's an equally big a play. A.B. trying to force Fox right this time. He goes off to his left nonetheless and pulls and hits. That's pretty crafty when you get back to the way you want. Jazz made a switch and have A.B. guarding Fox now. Exum swings the top to Gobert. Neto tries to come get it. Gives to A.B. on the right side. A.B. crossing Fox over. Drives the baseline. Lost the ball. Twirls around. Picks it up. Double clutches at the rim and scores it. How? I don't know. But what I just said happened. 81-71. Jazz by 10. On a tight curl. Bagley to the basket with Favors defending. And he scores. Bagley's showing a lot of skills with more regularity. He showed the skills early in the preseason. You saw these glimpses. Now they have some regularity. Neto working. Tries a cross-court pass. Just too small. The pass gets deflected. Picked up by Giles. Fast break. Bagley favors defends him and fouls him. For a turnover there up and down the floor. They are really fast. Which, if this is their organization's intention, 
always somewhat hard to tell with the Kings whether they have an intention, then drafting Marvin Bagley instead of Luka Doncic makes all sorts of sense. Because Luka Doncic is not playing fast. He's going to play a half-court game and wants to be in that in that realm. That's a great point. Now, I read something today about the way the Sacramento Kings are playing now that the Boston Celtics can be excited about that. Yes, the Celtics have this draft pick. <laughs> Dante checks out. Not as good a stretch as he had in the first half. Really aggressive and good in the first half. This time was not as strong. But that's the thing on Dante. 149 games played, I think it is now. Maybe up to 150. But that's less than two seasons. 81-75. Jazz by six. Neto comes off a good Gobert pick. Gets in the lane. Cross-court pass to O'Neal. Grabs, attacks, drives. Throws it away. Here come the Kings on the run. Giles driving to the rack. Nifty move. Takes the pass right. Finishes, and it's a four-point game. And the Kings are getting out and running. Jazz had them on the ropes. Ten-point game with the ball. Well, again, David, if you don't turn it over, they're not running. A.B. driving. Off-bounce, floater, air ball. Badly rebounds. Jazz have to get back. Here comes Fox. Neto meets him at the three-point line. Gives to Giles in the left block. Coming to get it to Bogdanovich. Nice defense by the Jazz. Back to Giles for three. Deep in the cup comes out. Four-point game. A.B. with a white uniform and the navy blue numbers and the bright pink shoes. Comes with a cross-court pass to O'Neal. He drives the left hand. Hands back to A.B. Cut off by Bogdanovich. A.B. brings out the right side. Brings two defenders to him. Trying to get Rudy to roll. Can't find him. Swings over to Neto. He penetrates to the rack. Foul. They'll get two free throws. Howell Neto just sacrificing himself for the possession. Justin Jackson picking up. The foul there. I mean, the Jazz were playing fast then. Moving the basketball very, very well. Moving their bodies. But they can't turn the ball over. How many turnovers so far here in this third period? I'll have that for you in a minute, sir. Jazz. Turnovers in the quarter. They have four. 14 on the game. Free throw from Neto. Good. Here comes the second. And Brazilian makes both. Safe Light Auto Glass will donate $5 for every rebound to keep from this year's leading rebounder. All proceeds from Safe Light Auto Glass master the glass will be donated to Utah Food Bank at the end of the season. Half court set. Pass down low. Stolen by Favors. That's what you got to keep them in. Here comes Neto on the run. Leaves it behind for Ingles. Sets his feet. Splash. Three ball. Right side. Joe Ingles. Nine point advantage. Big sequence right there. Great. A lot of big sequences right now in this game. And we still got 14 minutes to play. Jazz had a great third quarter in Salt Lake City against this team. Bagley, left-hand drive on Favors. To the rack, no. Rebound, Cephalosha. Chess ahead to Neto. Jazz have been quicker in getting the offense. Trailing is Allen. Ball fakes and travels. Grayson Allen getting time in both halves. He has not had that happen very often. Who sings that, wrong? Pass Diamond off. Out of New Orleans. That's Domino with a little fun music in the background. Bogdanovich checks out. Buddy Heald checks in. Heald, one of the best catch-and-shoot guys in the NBA. In fact, last year was the best. Jazz lead at 86-77. Fox to the front court. He's got 13 points on 5-11 shooting. Started by Neto. 
Half-court set for the Kings. 26 in the league in offensive execution in the half-court. Chow's going to go one-on-one on Cephalosha. Right-hand hook, no. Goes in to get his own rebound. Falls to the ground as he gets it and loses it. Cephalosha has it. Tabo to the front court. Bounce pass cross-court to Neto. Rotate to Allen. Right corner three. Got it! Grayson Allen in transition. Puts the Jazz up by 12. He's got two threes tonight. I got a text from a really good friend of mine tonight. Can't Grayson Allen help on the three-point shooting? Maybe. Beautiful, quick action. Marvin Bagley catches and lays it up and in. 6-0 Kings run. 8-0 Jazz run. Neto driving. Left hand to the basket. Blocked. Out of bounds. Jazz ball. How will Neto run? How do you explain his impact? Well, as you mentioned earlier, he provides a pace. A pace... That's, that's a little bit different than than uh, than Ricky Rubio's. Because as great as Rubio's been tonight, we're plus 10 with Neto on the floor. Right elbow jumper, Derek favors, and he hits again. Jazz by 12 with a minute to play. Jazz really stroking it right now. Made 54% of their shots. Right corner, Jackson, not a great three-point shooter, misses it. Bagley and favors, battling for the rebound, and favors knocks it away. It's a good play by Derek. Derek is having a terrific game not starting tonight. What a pro. Ingles driving, finds favors. Impossible catch, but he traveled. So impossible that it was, in fact, impossible. I said impossible catch, but then he traveled. So it was, in fact, impossible to catch that and keep your feet from traveling. Yeah, he just... Did a great job of catching it. Yes, but there were three guys around him, so he had to shuffle his feet a few times. Frank Mason's in the game. And the Jazz play defense with their hands on a quick curl by Mason. That'll put him at the free throw line. Cephalosha giving the Jazz a nice bounce tonight of six minutes. Grayson Allen's giving the guy, Jazz a good five minutes. Dante gave the Jazz a great first half. AB's giving them a great second half. Favors has just been incredible tonight. Derek Favors tonight. Free throw by Mason's no good. 19 minutes, Ron. Five rebounds, two assists, three steals, two blocks. And four points in those coming here in the second, in this third period. And the headliners, Gobert 18 and 15, and Rubio 23 all in the first half. 91-80, Jazz by 11 after Mason splits the free throws. Shot clock, game clock separated by seven seconds. Ingles rocks the baby back and forth to the left of the Kings logo. Gets a pick from Favors. Works to his right hand. Bounces to Derek. To the rack. Knocked away by Giles. Stolen by Giles. Here comes the former number one high school player in the country. Gives over to Heald. Hands off to Jackson. Bullets it down. Loaded back. Blocked by Favors. Picked back up by Heald. Throws up a three. But Bagley was out of bounds first. Derek Favors eradicating Bagley at the rim. 3.9 seconds left. Jazz have a chance to get a shot here. Neto takes it. Neto driving. Neto stops. Fades. Fires. No. But Utah leads by 11. 91-80 in a 30-point quarter for the Kings, but a 32-point quarter for the Jazz on the Jazz Radio Network. Step back, left side, jumper. Good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. 22-21, under four to play here in the quarter. Thurl Bailey will join us from the AT&T Sports Desk here in just a second. Rubio's got 14 points to open the night. 
Works the left side of the floor. Gets to the mid-range. Fires and hits. Boy, when he is hot, he is hot. And Ricky Rubio was hot in the first quarter. 16 points for the Jazz, who had an offensive rating of 121 in that quarter. Nice to see. Defense was a 105. Pretty good. Here's De'Aaron Fox turning the corner on a half-court drive. Gets into the basket and lays it up and in. That's his first two. Buddy Heald had 10 to lead the Kings. Dante goes straight to the basket, puts it over Collie Stein, misses. Rebound Bagley. Jazz been attacking the basket so far tonight. Driving is Fox. Dante goes down. They call a foul on Dante. Jazz in the first quarter. Really, either the restricted area or threes. They took three mid-range shots. Hit them all, actually. But really were aggressive going to the basket. And even one of those mid-range shots from Jake Crowder was about a five-footer. 30-28. to 28. Jazz down, up by two. Pass down low to Fox. Stolen by the long-armed Australian Dante Exum. He brings up the left side of the floor. Drives with the right hand in the lane. Has Crowder open in the corner. Finds him for a long two. It's good. You you, you hit it right on the head. His foot is so close to that line, even when he's behind the line. Yeah, with those shoes, he's not fooling anybody, though. Neto guarding Bogdanovich in the post. They lob it into Bogdanovich. He misses. Offensive rebound Bagley. Goes up through Crowder and a foul. Jazz have Neto, Exum, Ingles, Favors and Crowder. The interesting one tonight, Ron, is that the Jazz may have discovered a little something. Dante has played with either Neto or Rubio for most of the night and seems to be almost more comfortable without being able to play once he gets the ball rather than playing with the ball the whole way through. Quinn may have found something there. And I know you have liked that. And... I'm trying to find Bagley here. I, well, I can find that for you very quickly, sir, if you'd like me to. He did not take a lot of threes at Duke. And remember, that line well, is much shorter. Free throws. Oh. oh yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you said he was 40% from three. From three. I think right. that's right. Right. I think you did your prep. I don't think right. they're. So the answer to that question is Duke numbers for you. He shot 61% from the field, 40% from three, and 63% from the line. And he splits the free throws here. 21 points, 11 rebounds last year as an 18-year-old at Duke. Was first-team All-American. 32-29, Jazz by three. Jazz running almost a weave on the outside. Ingles throws across to Dante. He lobs it up high for favors. Gorgeous pass, but weak side defense comes in and knocks it away. Had to put a lot of air under it. And then Dante and Fox collide, and a foul called on Dante. And Dante also lost a shoe. That's going to be three fouls on Dante. I believe it's two on Dante. At one. Neto comes in. Dante puts on his shoe. Actually, Neto is already in the game. The official Alec Burks checks in. The voice, the big voice above us was not accurate. So I'll set up the lineups for you in a second. It's Neto, Burks, Ingles, Cephalosha, and Favors. The elites are being guarded by Cephalosha now. Fox, guarded by Neto, drives, gets the shot off, misses it. Rebound comes down to Favors. Outlet to A.B. Jazz doing a really big effort to get an early thrust into their offense today. They lead it 32-29. Neto has two guys on him as he weaves through a pick and roll. Flares it back to A.B. He drives to the left hand. They'll call that a travel. 
A.B. who started the year so brilliantly, still trying to find that rhythm he had earlier. 32-29, here's Fox at the top. He and Donovan played in high school as well as in college. Bogdanovich with a deep three ties it up at 32. Neto attacking to the basket, tucks it like a running back, gets it blocked. Loose ball saved by Favors, back to A.B. at the window, lays it up and in. Neto just creating. The funny thing about Neto is his plus-minus is always great. You wonder how. Well, it's plays like that that somehow got you at Alec Burke's layup. It wasn't pretty, but he just has an energy and effort. Bogdanovich feeling it, fires again, no good. Rebound favors. Feeling it or doesn't have a conscious. One. Open when he got off the bus. Here comes Ingles driving, big steps to the rack. Finger roll layup is good. 36-32 Utah. Jazz with six road wins, most of any team in the Western Conference. Six and six on the road. Pialitza on the smaller Neto. Neto gets up underneath him and forces him to travel. This team needs a little Howell Neto right now. Black-eyed, black-eyed and beautiful Howell Neto. (laughs) 36-32. Top to favors. I had a hysterical conversation with Neto the other day. As Ingles and Favors work the pick and roll. It was the best combination for the Jazz last year. Ingles waits in the pocket, scoops at the rim, and scores again. Timeout, Dave Yeager. My conversation with Neto to finish it, he looks at, he got banged again the other night. I go, they hit your eye again? He goes, no, they hit my head. He goes, you're a numbers guy. This has to stop, right? Ron's like choking over here. Time out on the floor. Utah 38. Jazz, the Kings 32 on the Jazz Radio Network. Forty years of Utah Jazz basketball. This team belongs to Utah. It belongs in Utah. With the approval of the NBA, our family has transferred ownership of the Utah Jazz and the Vivint Smart Home Arena to a trust with the intention of always keeping the Utah Jazz in Utah. Larry and I made a promise. The Jazz can't leave Utah. We have to do everything we can to keep them here. We are proud to have fulfilled that promise, and we are very happy to know that now more than ever, the Jazz will belong to Utah. Since chills down your spine still to this day. It's probably the second most important day in franchise history in the 40 years of jazz basketball. And Miller's put the jazz into a family trust. 40 years of jazz basketball. Bielitsa gets a layup. It's 38-34. Ricky Rubio checks in. Joe Ingles checks out. It's Rubio, Burks, O'Neal, Cephalosha, and Favors. Favors. Hands it to Rubio at a brilliant first quarter. He turns the corner with the left hand out to Royce O'Neal. Corner three for Royce. No good. Royce won for his last 12 from three. Hoping the Jazz can find some of these guys to get it rolling a little bit. A.B. knocks it away from Fox into the backcourt. Diving after it. His pink feet slide out from underneath him as the ball squirts away and it goes out of bounds. 38-34. Shot clock at 15. A.B. never had possession. Did they ever get across half court? Yes. Okay, then otherwise it would have been a violation. Fox on the right side, guarded by O'Neal. Comes off a pick, steps behind it. He's been struggling with his shot a little bit, but not here. Fox was one of his last nine from three, but he hits that. He had 21 in the first game against the Jazz, 17 in the second. 38-37, Jazz by one. Cephalosha, mid-block right. 
AB trying to get free, but can't. Just gives up top to Favors. Hands to Rubio. Rubio on the right side. Down low to Favors. Got Bielitz on his shoulder. Trying to work himself into a shot. Puts up a wild one. Missing. Goats his own rebound. Kick out to AB. Catch and shoot three. No good. Jazz are two of nine from three tonight. Bielitsa angle left, working on Cephalosha, shoves off with the left hand, goes nowhere, Favors comes over, alters the shot, and then fouls him, and Bielitsa finishes. Bielitsa. Now, now you see my complaint, right? You mean the fact he shoved off with the yes. left hand so obviously and they didn't call it? Balance Cephalosha. Gobert will check in for Favors. Now, a technical foul has been called on the Kings for something. Uh, Bielitsa punched the ball on the way out of the basket and went into the crowd. Rubio's free throw is good. He's now got 17. So Bielitsa will go to the free throw line. To complete the three-point play. Tied at 39 with 7.29 left here in the second quarter. Seven ties already. Six lead changes. Had a lot last night in the Kings-Warriors game. Bielitsa makes Sacramento back up 40 to 39. AB working off a go bear pick. Jazz playing very well offensively, but not hitting the three tonight. O'Neal hands over to AB. Double stagger right to left. Collie Stipe switches up, gives to O'Neal. O'Neal ball fakes, drives and jams. Royce O'Neal. With a power attack of the 10. And they got the Kings in a scramble on that particular play. Take advantage of the switching, not by backing it out, but by continually running them off more and more picks. Collie Stein trying to drive on O'Neal, puts it on the deck. Jazz bring a double, and then he tries to throw a pass, gets knocked away. Collie Stein, once he puts it on the deck, is a reluctant passer at best. Two kind of passers, guys who drive looking to pass, and then guys who pass when all else has failed. Collie Stein fits into that category. Utah 41, Sacramento 40. Fox over Rubio for a three on the far side. Rims out, rebound Gobert. Up to Rubio. Chess ahead to Grayson Allen who's just checked in. I think I heard Bluebirds again. Top to O'Neal. Left hand drive. Swings to Cephalosha. Jazz really have it running around. No look pass from Cephalosha to Gobert. Knocked out of bounds by Pialitza. Cephalosha wasn't looking, but Pialitza was. Jazz are shooting it at 56% despite being 2 of 9 from 3. Sacramento's the op- at 54%, but they are 5 of 8 from 3. Jazz still lead it by 1. 8 on the shot clock. Hands to Rubio. Mid-range jumper angle left. Good. He is... Ron, you talk about the Joe Ingles swishing it through. I don't think Rubio's hit the net yet, to- or hit the rim net yet tonight. That net is really buckling there. 19 points there for... 7 of 8 from the field. Here's Bogdanovich out of Serbia. Top to Kali Stein. And a whistle and a foul. It's going to be on Rubio guarding Bogdanovich. He is a really nice player. In fact, last year we came in here, and at the time, it was clear Bogdanovich was the best player on this team. Now, Kali Stein's improved. Fox has improved. Heald's improved. And they're all probably more, per se, talented. But in many ways, Bogdanovich might still be the best player on this team. So, free throw. And the penalty with 6.15 left in the quarter. And Rubio picks up his first foul. He has 19 points. Jazz fans, 
purchase a Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat ticket to an upcoming jazz game. Receive unlimited hot dog, popcorn, nachos, peanuts, starting as low as $33. Visit utahjazz.com or call 325-2999 to buy a Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat ticket now. Free throw good, 43-41. Bielitsa checks out. Bagley checks back in. Now Cephalosha is going to try to guard Bagley. That may not last long. Here's beautiful play out of the free throw. Rubio gets the inbound. Chets it ahead to O'Neal who waits for Rubio. Sprints right by him. Grabs it. Lays it up and in. 21 in the first half for Ricky Rubio. Cephalosha and Bagley in the post and a foul on Bagley. Um, 21 in the first half for Rubio. I, every time he does this, I go look it up. Is this the most points he's ever scored in the half? And the answer is no, because when Ricky gets rolling, Ricky really rolls. And he's rolling right now with 21 points in the, in the quarter. This last foul on Bagley was a foul that Derek Favors thought he should have gotten in that first in the first quarter. Well, if he was small and skinny like Cephalosha, he would have got it. Here's Rubio. Pick and roll with Gobert. Into a top of the key mid-range jumper. No good. He hit iron. That was a little bit of a heat check right there, I think. Might as well. Still a good going. shot. Heeled three. Deep in the cup. Swirls out. Rebound Gobert. Royce O'Neal to the front court. Most points Rubio has ever scored in the first half. 25. Grayson Allen. Quick release. Three. No good. Allen is not hit. Hits a lot in practice, but he's not making shots in games yet. He is now... 8 of 30 from 3 in his rookie campaign. Seth Colley-Stein puts it on the deck. He's going to shoot. Misses the shot. Rebound on Jay Crowder. Bagley snuck around him in the foul. April last year against the Lakers, Rubio had 28 in the first half. In February last year in a game where Donovan Mitchell didn't play in San Antonio, Rubio had 23. And then earlier this year in New Orleans, Rubio had 20 in the first half. So this is the fifth time in his NBA career he's had 20 in a first half. Third most points he's ever had in the first half of a game. Free throw for the left-handed Bagley is good. He's getting to the line a lot for a rookie. It's his fifth and sixth free throws of the night here. Interestingly is that Rubio has never... Scored 20 points in the second half of the game. He usually gets off to a good start, and that's it, huh? 45-44. Jazz by one. Top to Crowder. Thinks about a three. Doesn't take it. Steps behind the line. Fires and hits. He didn't want to take it. Then they kind of dared him to take it, and he had to, and he makes it. 48-44. Jazz third three of the game. Jays first. Jazz by four. Jazz have led by six. Sacramento's led by seven. We've had seven lead changes, seven ties. Frank Mason inside to Collie Stein. Trying to force it over Gobert. Misses. Collie Stein's got a point to prove tonight. Thus far, he's one for five trying to prove it. Rubio off an early drag. Takes a right-hand dribble into the body of Collie Stein. Kicks to Allen. Catch and shoot corner three. Got it. Grayson Allen. Crowd booing. Public enemy number one out of Duke. 51-44. Pass to Collie Stein. Knocked on the ground by Gobert. Picked up by O'Neal. Left-hand dribble. Pushed and fouled. They get no whistle. And Gobert jams at home. How is that? We'll take it. But the fact that it was not a foul on Collie Stein is stunning. But Gobert, staying with the play, follows up with a dunk. And the Jazz have their largest lead of the night of nine on an 8-0 run on the Jazz Radio Network.
53-44, Utah leads by nine on an 8-0 run. A moment ago, we rang the 30-point bell, brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus of Murray, and Lexus of Linden, inviting you to test drive a luxurious Lexus automobile today. Let's find out who dropped 30 in the NBA tonight. Flashes a pass to Fournier, high right feed down to Vooch. He's got McGee, he'll bump, he'll grind, he'll lay it up and in. Vucevic unstoppable tonight. Remember, he had 36 against L.A. eight days ago. He's got 31 tonight. One of the most underrated great announcers in the league, Dennis Newman, and Vuk had 31 in 15 and 7. He's been great this year for Orlando. Orlando's been... A lot of people had a chance to acquire him the last little bit. Bogdanovich takes a tight curl. The Jazz defense just stopped on the curl, allowed him to get the pass and lay it up and in. I'm not sure what happened there. Nice play out of the timeout. Rubio bounces to Allen, who's on the floor with O'Neal, Gobert, and Crowder. And... Rudy Gobert puts it on the deck and drives his shoulder into Collie Stein to draw a foul. Uh, Collie Stein just picked up a foul there, David. And he wasn't expecting that from Rudy, and he was late. I mean, he was like a step late, and Rudy had got the shoulder in there and going to go to the free throw line. By the way, Orlando beat the Lakers tonight behind Vukovic's 31-15-7. Here's Grayson Allen. Guarded by Buddy Heal. They're right up on him. He takes a hard left-hand drive, goes to the rim, and gets fouled hard. Ron, you've been in this league for 50 years. Have you ever seen a visiting player who has just entered the league who is criminal number, enemy number one the way Grayson Allen is? Like what we experienced in Indiana and then the Boo Birds were out again tonight is incredible. I have not. It's got to impact him, don't you think? Well, it, it, unless he accepts, you know, there are some players that, that when, when you boo them, they get better. So we'll just have to wait and see with Grayson and see how he handles it. He seems to be a tough kid. First free throw is good. Second free, excuse me, first free throw is no good. Second free throw is no good. They just got a large drink at Jack in the Box because Grayson missed both free throws. That's a 90% free throw or 83% in college. Bagley at the top. Grayson's teammate last year. Gives to heel. Left side, Bielitsa. Crowder closing. Flare out to Bogdanovich for an open three. No good. Rebound. Crowder. Baseball outlet pass to Rubio. Rubio surveys the scene. Works to the right side. Attacks. Comes around the near side on a Nash dribble. Waits for a pick from Gobert. Comes to the left side. Has Bagley with him now. Ball fake. Steps through. Bounces it back out to Crowder. Tough pass. But Crowder's got all sorts of airspace. Settles himself. Fires the three misses. And a foul on Bielitsa on the rebound. Jay Crowder tonight, one of four from three, but does have 12 points, five of eight from the field. Derek Favors came off the bench tonight, has five rebounds, two assists, two blocks, and two steals in his 12 minutes. Jazz trying to match up to Bielitsa. Quinn has just pulled Grayson Allen out of the game and has some words for him. Dante comes in, he'll play the two tonight. Largely, Neto was playing the backup one, it was terrific. And Rubio trying to get a pass off with Frank Mason in on his body. Slides his feet and travels. Well, I'm sure those comments to Grayson Allen wasn't anything, but just probably some reminders out there. Um, Probably what's chewing him out, in other words. 53-46, seven-point jazz advantage with 2.49 left here in the half. Bogdanovich working the right side. Shoves off with the left hand to clear some space. Step back jumper, no good. Crowder tries to outlet to Rubio's. The Jazz want to push. Rubio attacks again. Flares it up to Gobert. Comes back to get it on a handoff. Mason, who's a tough little defender, is all over him. 
He's their version of Neto. Dante turns the corner to the rack. Left hand layup, no. Rebound, Bielitsa. Excuse me, right hand layup, no. 53-46. Dante's been attacking hard tonight. Two of five shooting. Excuse me. Check out Dante's. Yeah, two for five. Jazz force a turnover. Fast break. Ingles tries to throw it up for Crowder. Left it in the air too long. And it gets knocked away by Bielitsa. Jazz 53, Sacramento 46. Jazz led by Rubio's 21. Ingles having a hard time inbounding. Finally gets it to Rubio. Mason is bothering Rubio a little bit here. Well, he's on him all over the place. Gobert shoves off on Bagley in the elbow and gets called for a foul. That's going to be the second on Rudy. In the quarter, the Jazz have outscored the Kings 30-26, to 26, hitting 59% of their shots. Kings have hit 53. Well, the second quarter, the Jazz had success. Jazz have had success in the second quarter all year, Ron. They're yeah. great. They're second-best second-quarter team in the NBA. Bagley driving on Gobert. Shot up and good. Marvin Bagley showing some skills. 20-17, and 22-17 and 17 last night against the Warriors. Lob to the rim. Gobert is there, and he'll feast he said Rudy on this Thanksgiving weekend. Did you say that? What did I say? The Rudy can't throw a lob. I said Ricky. I'm Vincent sorry, Rudy. Ricky can't throw a lob. Well, I said that he's not as good a passer, nah, a good a point guard, well, but not as good a passer as I thought. Just being a little funny. Oh, okay. Quick drive by Mason, gets to the basket, and lays it up and in. 55-50, minute 20 left. Rubio, left-hand drive at the basket. Swiped at by Mason, recollects, lays it up and in. 23 for Ricky, second highest scoring half of his career. 57-50. Here's Buddy Heald, like to play catch and shoot, not off the bounce, but he's improved his off the bounce game. He dribbles it off his knee out of bounds. The officials missed this one. That ball went visibly off Buddy Heald's knee out of bounds, and now Nick Puchert comes in and overrules either Mitchell Irving or James Capers. It was Mitchell Irving who made the original call. 57-50, minute to play. Jazz by seven. Rubio with 23 in the first half. Holds it over the head with a white sleeve on his right arm. Gives to Gobert. Hand off to Ingles. Flares back to Crowder. Bypasses an open three. Penetrates instead. Tries to force up a shot. Gets it swatted. Crowder's on the ground as the fast break comes the other way. Mason will rise and fire for a transition three. No. Long rebound to the corner. Rubio goes after it softly. Heald knocks it off. Rubio out of bounds when they call a foul on Heald. That is a gift on the Jazz. Rubio had control of it, but he looked up court to see who he could throw the outlet pass to and while he was doing that Heald came around the outside and knocked the ball off Rubio out of bounds well he called a foul right Did yeah he get... and I, I don't see the foul at all I've watched the replay three times oh, yeah. you see the foul I think he had to hit him on the arm right? alright we'll go yeah. with that you know why they called it yeah absolutely and now Rubio draws a foul on Mason and that'll get the Jazz free throws and the brilliance of what Rubio just did there with 33.2 seconds left it gives the Jazz a 2 for 1 excuse me Ingles drew that foul and it's on Bogdanovich Jazz go back up by 8 Gobert checks out I think and Favors comes in Derek Derek's 12 minutes won't wow anyone because there were no points scored, but what a box score line for Derek in his first stint tonight. 
Ingles makes both free throws. Derek has five rebounds, two assists, two blocks, two steals in 12 minutes. Jazz by nine. Equaling their largest lead of the night. Buddy Heald fires a three. No good. Rebound comes down to Crowder's game clock. Shot clock have about a second separation. Not sure he'll need to go that fast, but maybe that's the shot he wanted. Ingles work the top, guarded by Bogdanovich. Jazz Crowder comes to the pick. They're trying to get Bielitsa to switch on Ingles. They get that. Now Ingles retreats out. Three on the shot clock. Steps into an off-the-bounce three that goes hard off the back handle. Rebound comes to Heald. He won't get it off. The half is over. And the Jazz lead at 59-50. Very good first half for Utah. Keeping the Kings in the half court primarily and offensively making shots. They lead by nine on the Jazz Radio Network. Second half about to get started here. Geek alert coming. All right, are you ready? Sometimes the really geeky numbers tell the story. Sacramento likes to run. We've talked about that a lot. Sacramento only four times all season has played in the half court for 80% or more of their possessions. Two of them against the Jazz. So the Jazz have done a good job all year keeping them in the half court. The problem is that in the half court, the Jazz have not gotten stops. In game one, the Kings averaged 1.5 points per possession in transition. In game two, they averaged 1.4 points per possession in transition. Tonight... Not only have they not been in transition very often, but they're averaging 0.7 points per transition. So that's been the key to the Jazz. They lead at 59-50. Thank you to Cleaning the Glass, the website for that. Half-court set for the Kings in their purple uniforms with gray sides. Bogdanovich on a catch-and-shoot curl. No good. Rebound to Rudy Gobert. Jazz leader is Ricky Rubio has 23 points. Watching the second half here. Rubio did not score in the first half against this team the last time. Box at seven. Well, Rubio had been really quiet. Jay Crowder starting the second half as he did the first half. Steps behind for a three and misses it. Jay one for five. Fox transition pull up three short. Long rebound of the free throw line. Rubio has it. Will the Jazz play with the same thrust they played with in the first half? Rubio passes to a cutting Crowder. Misses the layup. Gobert battling for the rebound. Gets it. Foul. Throws it to the rim. He'll get two free throws. Offensive rating for the Jazz in the first half of 114. Anything over one, that's about the like the threshold number, which if you break over, you're in really good shape, is 115 offensively, and defensively you can get it under 100. Those are about the same amount away from the league average of 107. That's a good way to look at it. So the Jazz were right there offensively, and defensively they kept them under 100 at 97. That's why you're up by 9, which would be an 18-point win over a whole game. So Jazz do it for another 24 minutes. Gobert's first free throw, no good. Second one's good, and the Jazz have their largest lead of the night of 10. I'm David Locke, along with Ron Boone, our engineer tonight, our studio engineer is Adrian Leiser, along with Jake Snelson. Matt George is our statistician, and our engineer is a man who's, I don't know his name, Mike. I don't know his last name. He's never told me his last name. He's just Mike. Mikey likes it. Rubio drives the lane, stops at the dotted line, shot gets blocked. Fox picks it up. His long outlet is deflected by Crowder, but out of bounds. But that's how you stop transition right there, is you deflect the out. The on Your head's on a swivel. You deflect the outlet pass, and now 
you force the Kings into transition. If you're just joining us, the Kings are the 26th ranked offense in the half court. As Fox works in the lane here, floats it up. He's fouled from behind. The ball falls off the rim. He'll get two free throws. 26 in the half court. They're second in the league in transition. Now, this is what I was looking at and what I was about to say here because Fox had seven points in game one in the first half, and Rubio did not score. In the previous match, the previous match, and Rubio in that first match comes up with ends up with in, in the first fall game against them. He ended up with 13 points coming in the second half. So I'm looking for Fox to be more offensive minded here in the second half, and hopefully Rubio can match his, his effort. Fox 21 points in 17 of those two matchups. He's been really a, an assist guy in the last two games. 35 assists in the last three games for the. Former number five pick of the NBA draft. 60 to 51. He splits the free throws. Rubio penetrates. Really attacked a lot in the first half. Hands it back to Crowder. They're switching on the outside. So Crowder goes to the post. Guarded by Heald. Slides by him and lays it up and in. Beautiful move for Jay Crowder. Here comes Fox. They're going to run right at you all the time. Cut off by Rubio. Trailing's Heald. O'Neal's right on, or Crowder's right on him. Into the post, Pialita. Working on Ingles and a reach in foul on Ingles. So Bielitsa played in Minnesota last year. We'll go to the line. Dave Yeager. Go ahead, Ron. Pretty good player. Yes. I, I think his offense is, is Def- very, very good. Defensively a question of his athleticism and his toughness. Well, uh, offensively, much more versatile than just a pure shooter. Yeah, there, there's a, this league is is a three point shooting league. Shot forty one percent last year, and I think he's and he's out fifty percent this year. Sixty two fifty three nine point lead after Bielitsa makes the free throws. Left side Ingles swings it up top to Rubio drives bounces to Gobert. He'll attack from eight feet out on the left side. Body bumped and fouled by Collie Stein. That'll be. Colley Stein's third foul, two of which Rudy has truly drawn tonight. Yeah, again, yeah, I think he's catching Colley Stein by surprise there as he puts the ball on the floor. Colley Stein knowing that at seven foot one, if he's driving to the basket, he's thinking dunk. So he's trying to put the body on Rudy. Mike Wells in the halftime interview talked to us, Ron, about how they're clogging the middle. So if, if that's the case, Rudy backs up to about seven, eight feet. They're not guarding him. Is that the right play for Rudy? Oh, without a doubt, if he's going, if he if he has an angle. And then, you know, why not put the ball on the floor and try to get there? The problem I have is that, is that can he pass off the dribble enough to where if they, they're clogging the middle, he can find someone over. Yeah, maybe not. But he's got a double-double again. He's only had two games all year where he hasn't had that. Bounce pass to Collie Stein. Tried to dunk on Gobert, and they misses the shot. A late whistle called on Rudy after the miss. Bielitsa would have laid it up and scored, and instead the 45% free throw shooting Collie Stein will go to the line, so I'm not sure the Jazz hate this call. I'm just not sure I see it. Yeah, there's no foul there, but it means but it means that Bielitsa does not get the layup, and Collie Stein goes to the line where he makes the first. 64-54 now. Zions Bank starters. Tonight for the Jazz, Jay Crowder in for favors to start for the matchup. Had 14 points. Gobert has 10. Rubio, 23. Ingles, 6. And O'Neal, 2. Zions Bank, they haven't forgotten who kept them in business. Rubio penetrates. Turns it over to Bielitsa. Fast break the other way. Fox in the lane. Scores it. Fifth fast break point of the game for the Kings. Timeout, Quinn Snyder. He's taking a timeout. Alec Burks committed a turnover above the break. 
It led to a Buddy Heald three. Ricky Rubio commits a turnover here that leads him to a fast break. And that's how the Kings are getting in transition. It's a seven-point game. Timeout. 64-57 on the Jazz Radio Network. Who's hot tonight? It's your Utah Jazz Player Spotlight. Beautiful play out of the free throw. Rubio gets the inbound, chests it ahead to O'Neal, who waits for Rubio, sprints right by him, grabs it, lays it up and in. 21 in the first half for Ricky Rubio. That's your Player Spotlight, brought to you by WCF Insurance. WCF Insurance, be careful out there. Rubio's got 23. Someone else is going to have to help him here in the second half. 64-57, 9.30 left here in the third quarter. Jazz by seven. They led by as many as ten. Ingles works a high pick and roll with Gobert. Has Bogdanovich on his hip. Ingles drives, kicks it out to Crowder. Open three, no. Rebound comes to Fox. Jazz got to get back in defense. Transition, keep them in the half court. Kings play usually the most transition of any team in the NBA, but they're in a half court set here. They run Fox off a Collie Stein pick. O'Neal stays tethered to him nicely, and then he releases him. He steps through, misses the eight-footer. Rebound comes to Rubio. Rubio outside the three-point line. Swings it to O'Neal. Inside to Gobert. Hands off to Rubio. They go under the pick. He penetrates. Lob! Slam! Dunk for Rudy Gobert. Plenty of action on that particular play. It's just... And this is the reason you can come up with great shots like that when you have so much action going. Half-court set again. Fox coming off an Ingles pick. They look like they're playing Twister by the time the play ends, and that's a foul on Joe. Blue circle, right hand. Red square, left foot. You never played Twister? Come on. I mean, it was one thing you didn't know about s'mores. I, I, You're telling me you never played Twister? No, I have not. But I've seen the game. All right. I've never played. 66-57. Bogdanovich. Guarded by Exum, who's checked into the game. Swings it over to Collie Stein, driving hard to the rack. Jazz got a bit confused. Collie Stein just about missed the dunk, though. O'Neal goes out. Axum comes in. Dante played a solid 11 minutes, creating at the two. He's played only two tonight. Neto had a good string as the backup point guard. Ingles tries to swing through. Bogdanovich is up on him tight and a foul on Bogdanovich. Joe's chuckling. Joe's got that feisty little grin on. Now he's talking to a guy in the crowd. Do you think Joe could ever be quiet in a classroom? (laughs) Joe had to be the guy talking in class. Or the guy that gets the last word, David. That's all. Locke, David Locke. Yeah. David Never Locke. heard of that. <laughs> Rubio, beautiful ball fake. Steps into an 18-footer. Line drive, no good. Rebound comes down to Bielitsa. 66-59. Eight minutes left. Jazz in the half-court defense again. And then a foul on Rubio. A lot of fouls here early. Kings played last night in Golden State. And the foul on Rubio is his second. And the Jazz are in the penalty at the 7.55 mark. Ouch. Well, mark it down. The Kings are 14 of 17 at the free throw line right now. We'll see how many they end up taking once they get into the penalty. First one, no good by Fox. Second one from Fox is good. 66-60, 10-point lead whittled down to six by the Kings. Rubio, former fifth pick, being guarded by Fox, a former fifth pick. They got confused, and I, I thought Rubio had a 
a wide open three. He didn't take it. Collie Stein guarding. Rubio drives. Tries to ball fake. Loses it out of bounds off the knee of Collie Stein. I would say the reaction of Rubio was that he thought it was off him. The reaction of the crowd is they agree. Well, Collie Stein's not complaining. Nope, you're absolutely right. Collie Stein and but Rubio, everyone's reaction to the building was very much. Oh. Yep, it was absolutely off the knee of Collie Stein. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't think, and I think the only one who knew it were the official and Collie Stein. Rubio inbounding, five on the shot clock, gives to Gobert. Gobert puts it on the deck, drives to the rack, oh. and hammered. Oh my goodness. And then sprints back defensively to cut off Fox. And what Kick is- to the corner to. Bogdanovich, he fakes the drive, blocked by either Exum or Gobert. Long outlet to Ingles by Gobert is on the wrong side of him. Gives it turnover. Fox has it. Jazz back defensively. And a foul on Rubio again. So Rubio's got four fouls now. And a free throws for Bogdanovich. Gobert from 15 feet out on a single dribble. 14 points, 13 rebounds tonight. Free throw by Bogdanovich is good, 68-61. One thing to keep an eye on, we'll mention it again later, but the Jazz in the fourth quarters this year are 29th in the league. Kings are the third best team in fourth quarters. Let me ask you a question here, David. Yeah. How many guys in the league with the same name? we got to have a few Smiths. We probably have a lot of Joneses. Same name, David. First and last. No, his, they're spelled differently. Ingles. Angle left three. No good. Gobert offensive rebound. Back up. No tip follow. Yes. So much for being better than Rudy Gobert. Willie Colley-Stein's getting his handed to him tonight. 70-62. to 62. Ingles pass knocked out of bounds. I believe the two Bogdanoviches are spelled differently, Ron. The last names are spelled the same. The first names, one has a J where the other has a D. But don't ask me to pronounce it. As long as you can pronounce the last name. Bojan is the Indiana Pacers, B-O-J-A-N, who we'll see tomorrow night. Bogdan is the guy who just turned it over here, picked up by Exum. Given to Ingles, Gobert sprinting and dunking. Rudy Gobert has run the floor tonight with a vengeance. So what did that remind you of? Practice yesterday. Practice yesterday. <laughs> At UCLA. Fox off a of pick and roll. Pull up jumper at the elbow. No. Rebound tapped by Ingles. Picked up by AB. Kings look tired all of a sudden. Having played last night. I think the Jazz could put a little hammer down right now. Long way to go, but Kings put in a huge effort last night. Lost to Golden State. Ingles gets caught in the corner. Dante doesn't come to the ball. Ingles says, you got to come help me out. Five on the shot clock. Ingles drives. Cross-court pass to Burks. He fires the three as the shot clock's going to expire. No. Rebound tap controlled by Bagley. Favors and Gobert are in the game. Fox trying to penetrate. Cut off by Favors. Out to Bogdanovich. Three is good. Well, that, that, can... that was a two-play sequence by Dante Exum, quite honestly, that is... Fans don't understand that is why sometimes players don't play as much as you think. He didn't run the offensive play to the ball, and then he sagged down to help, leaving Bogdanovich open for three on a play where he didn't need to sag down and help. 
And they're two subtle things. And unless you've been at practice every day and you know what the coach is talking about, and you, I know our fans always wonder, like, why doesn't Dante play more? That two-play sequence right there, they're going to sit and film and watch him. And Dante has only played 140 games, so he still makes these mistakes. That's where he's still young. He'll learn that. He'll stop making those mistakes. But that's a sequence right there that cost the team five points. That is what the coaches get frustrated with. Timeout. 5.43 left. 72-65. Jazz by seven on the Jazz Radio Network. momentum in the world, and they really messed up two plays in a row. Let's see if they can regain it. They were up 10 with the ball. Neto comes in to play point guard. Bounces to Favors. Free throw line jumper. Good for Derek Favors. He's hit that mid-range shot the last few nights. Well, you remember he, how good he got at it last last year. So he worked at it very, very hard. Jazz are looking for more out of Derek offensively. That's his first field goal. He's been very good tonight. Bagley in the game, so Favors playing the four. Fox comes out the pick and roll. Hands to Giles. Floats it up over Gobert. No, but tips it up and in. Jazz are doing a brilliant job tonight of keeping the Kings in the half court where they're not as efficient. Dante left side. Top to A.B. Alec one for four tonight. Left-hand dribble into traffic. To the window. Squirts it up and in. Wow. Nifty move by Alec Burks. I was impressed with the the dribble because when he had to get between two defenders, you see how low to the floor he was. Fox just attacks off the make, goes all the way into the rim, draws the foul, and finishes. That's the Kings. That's what you got to be ready for at all times. Well, they want to keep him going to his right. Don't let him come back to his left. Well, Dante just opened up the door on the left side and let him go straight to the basket, so that's where that came from. Open up the door, meaning that you're shading him some way. Misses the free throw. Alec on the right side. Double stagger waiting. Goes away from it to the rack. Double clutches. Finishes in a foul. He'll buy one, and he'll get one free. And that's a really heady play by Alec Bergeron because the Jazz set the play. Everyone in the building saw the two big guys sitting there to his left. Double stagger was coming. He was going to go right to left to the rack. And the defense jumped it, knowing what was coming, and pre-switched. And then that meant that Alec could beat him to the basket. Yeah, he's so good at making contact with the hang time. Free throw's good. Jazz back up by 10. 79-69. That's a huge, that's a big play. As much as we talk about the other ones, that's an equally big a play. A.B. trying to force Fox right this time. He goes off to his left nonetheless and pulls and hits. That's pretty crafty when you get back to the way you want. Jazz made a switch and have A.B. guarding Fox now. Axum swings the top to Gobert. Neto tries to come get it. Gives to A.B. on the right side. A.B. crossing Fox over. Drives the baseline. Lost the ball. Twirls around. Picks it up. Double clutches at the rim and scores it. How? I don't know. But what I just said happened. 81-71. Jazz by 10. On a tight curl. Bagley to the basket with Favors defending. And he scores. Bagley's showing a lot of skills with more regularity. He showed the skills early in the preseason. You saw these glimpses. Now they have some regularity. Neto working. Tries a cross-court pass. Just too small. The pass gets deflected. Picked up by Giles. Fast break. Bagley favors defends him and fouls him. For a turnover there up and down the floor. They are really fast. Which, if this is their organization's intention, always somewhat hard to tell with the Kings whether they have an intention, then drafting Marvin Bagley instead of Luka Doncic makes all sorts of sense. 
because Luka Doncic is not playing fast. He's going to play a half-court game and wants to be in that in that realm. That's a great point. Now, I read something today about the way the Sacramento Kings are playing now that the Boston Celtics can be excited about that. Yes, the Celtics have this draft pick. <laughs> Dante checks out. Not as good a stretch as he had in the first half. Really aggressive and good in the first half. This time was not as strong. But that's the thing on Dante. 149 games played, I think it is now. Maybe up to 150. But that's less than two seasons. 81-75. Jazz by six. Neto comes off a good Gobert pick. Gets in the lane. Cross-court pass to O'Neal. Grabs, attacks, drives. Throws it away. Here come the Kings on the run. Giles driving to the rack. Nifty move. Takes the pass right. Finishes, and it's a four-point game. And the Kings are getting out and running. Jazz had them on the ropes. Ten-point game with the ball. Well, again, David, if you don't turn it over, they're not running. A.B. driving. Off-bounce, floater, air ball. Badly rebounds. Jazz have to get back. Here comes Fox. Neto meets him at the three-point line. Gives to Giles in the left block. Coming to get it to Bogdanovich. Nice defense by the Jazz. Back to Giles for three. Deep in the cup comes out. Four-point game. A.B. with a white uniform and the navy blue numbers and the bright pink shoes. Comes with a cross-court pass to O'Neal. He drives the left hand. Hands back to A.B. Cut off by Bogdanovich. A.B. brings out the right side. Brings two defenders to him. Trying to get Rudy to roll. Can't find it. Swings over to Neto. He penetrates to the rack. Foul. They'll get two free throws. Howell Neto just sacrificing himself for the possession. Justin Jackson picking up. The foul there. The Jazz were playing fast then. Moving the basketball very, very well. Moving their bodies. But they can't turn the ball over. How many turnovers so far here in this third period? We'll have that for you in a minute, sir. Jazz turnovers in the quarter. They have four. 14 on the game. Free throw from Neto. Good. Here comes the second. And Brazilian makes both. Safe Light Auto Glass will donate $5 for every rebound secured from this year's leading rebounder. All proceeds from Safe Light Auto Glass master the glass will be donated to the Utah Food Bank at the end of the season. Half court set. Pass down low. Stolen by Favors. That's what you got to keep them in. Here comes Neto on the run. Leaves it behind for Ingles. Sets his feet. Splash. Three ball. Right side. Joe Ingles. Nine point advantage. Big sequence right there. Great. A lot of big sequences right now in this game. And we still got 14 minutes to play. Jazz had a great third quarter in Salt Lake City against this team. Bagley, left-hand drive on Favors. To the rack, no. Rebound, Cephalosha. Chess ahead to Neto. Jazz have been quicker in getting the offense. Trailing is Allen. Ball fakes and travels. Grayson Allen getting time in both halves. He has not had that happen very often. Who sings that wrong? Pass Diamond off. Out of New Orleans. That's Domino with a little fun music in the background. Bogdanovich checks out. Buddy Heald checks in. Heald, one of the best catch-and-shoot guys in the NBA. In fact, last year was the best. Jazz lead at 86-77. Fox to the front court. He's got 13 points on 5-11 shooter. Started by Neto. 
Half court set for the Kings. 26 in the league in offensive execution in the half court. Child's going to go one-on-one on Cephalosha. Right-hand hook, no. Goes in to get his own rebound. Falls to the ground as he gets it. Lose it. Cephalosha has it. Tabo to the front court. Bounce pass cross court to Neto. Rotate to Allen. Right corner three. Got it! Grayson Allen in transition. Puts the Jazz up by 12. He's got two threes tonight. I got a text from a really good friend of mine tonight. Can't Grayson Allen help on the three-point shooting? Maybe. Beautiful, quick action. Marvin Bagley catches and lays it up and in. 6-0 Kings run. 8-0 Jazz run. Neto driving left hand to the basket. Blocked out of bounds. Jazz ball. How will Neto run? How do you explain his impact? Well, as you mentioned earlier, he provides a pace. A pace that's that's a little bit different than than uh, than Ricky Rubio's. Because as great as Rubio's been tonight, we're plus ten with Neto on the floor. Right elbow jumper, Derek favors and he hits again. Jazz by twelve with a minute to play. Jazz really stroking it right now. Made fifty four percent of their shots. Right corner, Jackson, not a great three point shooter, misses it. Bagley and favors battling for the rebound and favors knocks it away. It's a good play by Derek. Derek is having a terrific game not starting tonight. What a pro. Ingles driving, finds favors. Impossible catch, but he traveled. So impossible that it was, in fact, impossible. I said impossible catch, but then he traveled. So it was, in fact, impossible to catch that and keep your feet from traveling. No, he just... Did a great job of catching it. Yes, but there were three guys around him, so he had to shuffle his feet a few times. Frank Mason's in the game. And the Jazz play defense with their hands on a quick curl by Mason. That'll put him at the free throw line. Cephalosha giving the Jazz a nice bounce tonight at six minutes. Grayson Allen's giving the guy Jazz a good five minutes. Dante gave the Jazz a great first half. AB's giving them a great second half. Favors has just been incredible tonight. Derek Favors tonight. Free throw by Mason's no good. 19 minutes, Ron. Five rebounds, two assists, three steals, two blocks. And four points in both coming here in the second, in this third period. And the headliners, Gobert 18 and 15, and Rubio 23 all in the first half. 91-80, Jazz by 11 after Mason splits the free throws. Shot clock, game clock separated by seven seconds. Ingles rocks the baby back and forth to the left of the Kings logo. Gets a pick from Favors. Works to his right hand. Bounces to Derek. To the rack. Knocked away by Giles. Stolen by Giles. Here comes the former number one high school player in the country. Gives over to Heald. Hands off to Jackson. Bullets it down. Loaded back. Blocked by Favors. Picked back up by Heald. Throws up a three. But Bagley was out of bounds first. Derek Favors eradicating Bagley at the rim. 3.9 seconds left. Jazz have a chance to get a shot here. Neto takes it. Neto driving. Neto stops. Fades. Fires. No. But Utah leads by 11. 91-80 in a 30-point quarter for the Kings, but a 32-point quarter for the Jazz on the Jazz Radio Network. Fourth quarter tonight, Utah Jazz leading at 91-80. Rudy Gobert has 18 points and 15 rebounds. Ricky Rubio has 23 points, all of them in the first half. 
And great contributions off the bench. A.B.'s giving the Jazz nine points tonight. Grayson Allen's hit two threes. Dante had a good half. Derek Favors has been terrific. Great all-around effort from the Jazz. On the Kings side of things, Bogdan Bogdanovich has 20 points. Buddy Heald has 10. Darren Fox has 13. 91-80. Jazz ranked 29th in the league in fourth quarters. Kings rank number three. And a first play out of the timeout. Beautifully executed. Leads to a Derek Favors slam dunk and a foul. How'd they do that, Ron? This is a pick and roll. Simple pick and roll. But Derek Favors was able to catch the basketball about five feet away from the basket. Do you remember last year when he had enough time to catch it early? He really does a great job of deciding on what he wanted to do with it. And that was just well executed. One thing that's been going on with the Jazz is that when Derek Favors is on the floor... The Jazz have been shooting the ball unusually poorly. Like, not like it's Favors' fault, but just uniquely. And Neto steals the inbound. Back out to Ingles. Three. This could be big. Bam! Howell Neto steals the inbound. Kicks to Ingles. Jazz by 17. What a play. Neto, you ask about what does he bring to the table? We just saw something here. Plus 13 tonight for the kid. Buddy Heel back cut layup. Good. Neto, Allen, Ingles, Cephalosian favors. A five we haven't seen all year. Has the Jazz up 15 with 11-17 left. Neto works the right side. Finds Allen. Quick release. Corner three. No. Favors. Offensive rebound gets knocked away. Picked up by Jackson of the Kings. Outlet to Mason. Ingles trying to commit a foul in the backcourt to stop the fast break. He does. Joe Ingles is at 24 minutes tonight, which is... He's been playing a career high. I bet they'd like to get that number down. Favors off the bench tonight. 20 minutes, 7 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals, 3 blocks. What a night. All right, here's Mason. 15-point jazz advantage. Kings played last night against the Warriors. Were brilliant, but fell short. Harry Giles. Left-hand drive. Kicks out to the corner to heel. Quick catch and shoot. 3-0. Favors and Bagley battling for the board, and the rebound comes down to Favors. Outlet to Cephalosha. Right corner, Ingles. Run off the three-point line. Terminates. Finds Neto. Rotates to Allen. Right corner, left corner, three. No. Grayson Allen is two for five from three tonight. Fast break the other way. Jackson driving. Cut off by Neto. Shot no good. And a blocking foul called on Neto when he takes an elbow to the jaw. Are you kidding me? Jackson swung through. Unless I saw this wrong. Jackson swings through, catches Neto with an elbow to the jaw, and they call a foul on Neto. Are you kidding me? And Jackson misses the free throw. I'm going to talk to Howell about this and tell him that the numbers are lying. How was that a foul on Howell? Well, the problem I have with that call is that he was in front of Jackson. So Jackson tries to come over the top. Hits him with, he catches him with the elbow, and they call it on the rail. Right Neto drives, figuring he'll get a call. Can't get the shot off, so he hands it back to Favors. It gives to Allen. Allen finds Favors on the roll. He spins them back to a hook shot and scores. Jazz implementing Derek Favors at a much higher level in the offense tonight. 99-83. Foul on the post. Cephalosha battling Giles. Free throws are pretty imbalanced tonight. Not saying that they're badly called, but they're just imbalanced. 28 for the Kings, 16 for the Jets. Buddy Heald. 
Inbound pass stolen by Cephalosha. Tabo leading the break. Had Neto up front. Didn't give it to him. Instead, he hands it off to Favors, who's fouled at the rim. Neto's like, I had a layup. I wanted to score. I mean, I know I do all the little things, but can I score? <laughs> well, I thought Cephalosha's had a layup there as well. I didn't think he gave the Favors. Yeah. I'm not sure Tabo trusts his lift around the basket yet. Jared Favors at the line for two. Derek out of Georgia Tech. Spent a single year with the Yellow Jackets. Grew up in Atlanta. Free throw's good. He and his buddies used to go to the grocery store, take the milk cartons from the back, put them out on the street, put them up against the curb, and then they'd play ball, and you had to get to the basket and dunk. And his favorite player was Allen Iverson. You love the game, you find a way. He didn't have a court. Misses the second free throw. 183, 10 minutes to play. Jazz by 17, their largest lead. Mason at the top, bounces mid-block right to Bagley. Straightens up on favors, attacks, misses, and then a jam followed by somebody. Either Bagley, which was incredible, or Giles, which was equally incredible. They give it to Bagley. Both of them were on top of the cup for that. But that is an elite-level pogo stick by Marvin Bagley that actually was a young Carmelo Anthony's the only guy I've seen who could do that. And Ingles puts it back up and in. Ingles answers, 102-85. That move by Bagley, really young Carmelo, Ron. It's that second effort. You know, we, we saw things like that with Moses Malone on rebounding. Back cut, Jackson layup, good. Kings executing the half court nicely. 102-87. Well, you know guy's going to come to the ball. And so... Ingles, guarded by Heald. They're trying to force him to his right hand. Just denying him. Out to Cephalosha. Offensive play's blown up. Let's see if the Jazz can settle themselves. Ingles trying to get free of Heald. Can't. Cephalosha's left open for three misses. Favors offensive rebound. Back up and foul. He doesn't do it with the 21-year-old athleticism or 20-year-old athleticism of a Marvin Bagley. But he did it with the fundamental positioning. And Derek will get two more free throws. Derek has been terrific tonight. Not starting. But matching up on Bagley who had 22 points and 17 rebounds last night. Bagley's been good too. But Bagley's minus 20 tonight. Favors has been on the floor 23 minutes. Free throw by Derek's no good. He shakes his head a bit. He's now three of two of four at the line tonight, I believe. And Dante comes in for Grayson Allen. Grayson, nine minutes, two of five from three. Missed both free throws. And Derek has problems at the free throw line. That free throw is just not soft. He doesn't. Takes his time. Deep knee bend. High archer. Good. Derek's defensive plays tonight brought to you by Vivint Smart Home. There's no place like a smart home. 103-87. Mason kicks to the corner. Three ball coming for Bagley. No. Rebound Cephalosha. Rubio back in the game. He has four fouls. Has not scored in the second half after a 23-point first half. Into the post, Favors. Favors bumping it back in the rookie. Kicks it out to Cephalosha. Fakes the rotation to Axum. Top to Rubio. Rubio comes off a mid-range jump shot. No good. Rebound comes to Giles. 103-87, Utah by 15. Buddy Heald pushing. Behind to Bagley. He's going to go one-on-one for the top on Favors. Shot off the glass and in. Eric was pretty soft defensively right there with three fouls. Maybe just didn't feel he had the body position to make the play. Rubio. Drives left hand. Brings two guys to him. Stops. 
swings it back up to A.B. A.B. drives with his left hand to the cup, swirling and twisting and scoring. 105-89, Alec Burks attacking the tin tonight for 11 points. Well, if there's one thing he can do, is that's to get to the rim. Mason, top to Bagley. He'll try another three. It's short. Rebound, Exum. Uh, Bagley might be tired. Uh, head to Cephalosha. To the rack, going with a ball up high to Hammer, but he got fouled. Favors had a nice... Dunk that? He did. He wanted to show he still had his legs back. After I made the comment, I wasn't sure he had confidence in him. Let me make sure I clarify what I just said about Bagley. I think he's been terrific tonight. But he's playing 26 tonight off of back-to-back last night. We played 22 and 17. His last, like, he's taking it. He's putting out the effort every now and then. Some of the other possessions are, let me take the easy route, fire the three. He's King fans have to be very excited about where he is. Cephalosha makes the free throw. Gobert checks in. Favors checks out. 7.44 left. Jazz by 17. Favors, great tonight. 24 minutes, 11.7 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals, 3 blocks. Jazz, Western Conference leaders with seven, 6 road wins, looking for number 7 tonight. Cephalosha makes it up. Then they got a win tomorrow at home against Indiana. Start getting the home winning going. But it doesn't feel like home when you're never there. Mason drives. Gobert's there. Layup, no. Rebound, Rubio. Great alteration by... Rudy Gobert. Rubio flares behind to Cephalosha. Steps into a three. Missed it. He really was ready for that, too. He had his feet set. He came into it. Couldn't find it. Lobbed to the rim. Harry Giles dunks. Outran Rudy Gobert for the dunk. And Quinn Snyder will take a timeout. Timeout. Utah. 107-91. 7-19 left in the fourth. Utah leads it by 16 on the Jazz Radio Network. It's NBA now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Three for the lead. Caldwell Pope, no good. Ball's in the corner. Orlando's got it. And the Lakers have to foul. foul. They don't know it. Here's Terrence Ross. Dunkler Gordon, and the game's over. And the Lakers lose for the second time in eight days to the Orlando Magic. Sixer ball, nets up one, 10.2 to go. Simmons inbounding in the front court. Bounces it to Butler. It's guarded by Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Down to six seconds to go. Yo-yoing out on the right wing. Butler dancing. Right wing three. Scored with point four. Sixers take the lead. Get to the hole. He lays it up and in. And the Hawks take the lead. 124 to 123. Walker down the lane. Floater blocked. Doug Collins just blocked him. And the Atlanta Hawks have snapped the losing streak. Hawks win over Charlotte. Orlando stuns L.A. Jimmy Butler hits a three to win it. It's all NBA now. What an exciting night. Every night in the NBA has got such stories. Here it's 107-91. Rubio, Burks, Exum, Crowder, and Gobert. Gobert driving at Giles. Draws the lane. He gets it knocked out of bounds. Wanda Falcall didn't get it. Rudy has been very active tonight from 15 feet out, taking it hard to the basket. He has 18 points, 15 rebounds, and Rudy has four assists tonight. Well, and, and what's great about that is that's like one dribble. I mean, or no more than two. We have a whistle and a foul. It's a holding foul on the Kings prior to the inbound. So Rubio will go to the line. Rubio looking for his first point since the first half. Misses the free throw. Rubio had 23 in the first half. He has yet to score in the second half. 
Second highest scoring output of his NBA career. It was brilliant in a half. See if the Jazz run the same play. No. Rubio gives to A.B. left side. Steps behind the three-point line. Ten on the shot clock. Fires and hits. Every bucket's a big one. A.B. with 14 points off the bench. 110 to 91. Foul down low. Gobert and and Exum dealing with Bagley. They call it an Exum. A.B. had not been in double figures in some time till he busted out against the Lakers game and maybe got a little bit of confidence in that game. Had a nice game the other night for without Donovan. Here's Heald, left side. Jazz switch, so Rubio's on him. Nice inside to Giles. Tries to float it over, Gobert misses. Rebound, picked up by Rubio. Three on two break. A.B.'s in front. Gets it on the baseline. Cut off by Mason nicely. Gives back to Gobert and then comes back to get it. Left hand drive. Lobs to Rudy. Gets pushed under the basket by Mason. No call. 110-191 and Rubio knocks the pass away. Up 19. I'm not. I'm surprised Quinn doesn't get a tech right now. Like you don't want to change the game with 620 left, but at some point you gotta. Like that was close to a dangerous play on Rudy Gobert there by Mason, shoving him in the back, and it gets him too far into the glass, and they don't call it. Especially when you're up in the air like that. I mean, I mean, I don't know how they missed it. Rudy's up high enough. Maybe he hit his head on the backboard. Yeah, that's true. All right, half court set for the Kings, where the Jazz have made them play most of the night, and they're not as comfortable. Bogdanovich left side. Cut off by Crowder. Jazz doubling. Pass down to Giles. Hands to Bagley and dunks. I can't imagine they were supposed to double at 30 feet against anyone on this team. One ten ninety three. High pick and roll. Rubio. Layup. Good. Boy, his game changes when he makes his layups. Rubio's got 25 tonight. Left side Mason bounces to Giles. Mid-range hopper, not anywhere close. Here come the Jazz. Rubio top to A.B. Jazz have gotten great bench performances tonight from Favors who didn't start. A.B. steps into a three. No good. Rebound healed. 112-93, Jazz by 19 on the road in Sacramento. Pull-up jumper for Heald's not close. Rebound Rubio. The Jazz have knocked the Kings completely out of their game. They've just been in the half court too much now, and they're beginning to shoot a ton of mid-range shots. Remember in the beginning of the game we talked about what a good three-point shooting team they are? That they're the eighth best team, but they take the 28th most. That's happening again tonight. They've taken 19 threes and 73 shots. Well, it's obvious that the, the big thing is keeping them in a half court because they have not seemed like they were playing as fast as we saw them in Salt Lake City. And they played last night in a really hard, a lot to do great with that. game against the Warriors. A lot to do with I know Jazz fans don't like to hear about scheduling, but we'll mention it for Sacramento. Maybe that's all right with you. <laughs> Rubio makes the free throw. Jazz, by the way, will finish their 13th road game of the season tonight. No other team in the Western Conference, I believe, has played more than 10. And then we'll play three of our next four on the road. Rubio makes both free throws. He has 28. Remember, he had his streak, or 27. He had his streak of 30 last year. 1-5-14-93, Jazz by 21. You're going to get pizza. Feel good about this one, Ron? Up 21 with five minutes to play? Oh, I feel excellent about this. Mason driving. Pass knocked away. Mason fades back left side. Short rebound. 
Crowder. Day after every Jazz win, Little Caesars is giving you a free pizza. Rubio and Ingles playing a pick-and-roll game at the top. And the Kings have cleared the bench. One custom order. One Order one custom round multi-topping pizza through Little Caesars app, and you'll receive a free, large, extra, most bestest pepperoni pizza using a promo code Utah Jazz Wins. Valid at all participating Utah Little Caesars location. Mobile orders only. Ron, the Jazz have not been quite right. There's been a lot of desperation and despair on some Jazz fans, but let me isolate this series with the Kings here for a second. Now, when the season started, you certainly thought you were going to get four wins against the Kings. Yeah. That's not who the Kings are anymore. The Jazz go win the next time they play the Kings in Salt Lake City, and they take three out of four in this series. That's a good That's a good job. Like you you got to beat the Kings three out of four, frankly, if you're going to be a playoff team, and the Kings are not. I don't know that that's true on the Kings yet, that they're not a playoff team. But if they're not, you do want to win three out of four. But the Jazz have now set it up to be able to do that. Yeah, by winning on the road. And the fact that... Seven road wins is a lot. Flying to the basket and missing for Sacramento was Williams. And then Marvin Bagley tapped it in. They've cleared the bench. So they have Troy Williams and Ingles driving the basket, lays it up and in a beautiful ball fake and layup for Joe. Quinn has not waved the white flag yet, though Neto is back in the game for Rubio, who's been dealing with the next soreness, and now Grayson Allen's getting ready to check in. So Macy and Epe Udo, the Udo might see Tony Bradley. I don't know. I don't think he's active tonight, though. Technical foul on the Jazz. Illegal defense. Okay. I was like, if our guys are complaining up 23 late, we're getting grumpy. Scal Labossier out of Haiti misses the free throw. You know, he doesn't play at all anymore, but his body looks much better than it used to. Or you think he was heavy or? No, no. He used to be so skinny he could barely, like he didn't think he'd actually be able to play. He looks like an NBA player now. Like he's a second, he might be a second team NBA player. Second, you know, that whole phenomenon that happens with draft picks where they come to a team, have Labossier hierarchy. Good. He's a good example of this, Ron, where he comes here, thinks he's going to be a star. Now Marvin Bagley's here. Willie Cauley-Stein, he's left out. He goes to another team and will accept a different role than he would have in Sacramento. He knocks the ball away from Crowder here. Forces a steal. Williams the other way. Lays it up and in. 118-99. to 3.27 left. Like, that happens a lot in this league. Trey Burke's a good example. He's on his third team. Yeah, third team and seems to be playing pretty well in New York. Raul Neto driving, layup, good. You know, he really gave you the impression he was going to pass the basketball. Sure then is. once he got to the rim, then he shot it real quick. Took a right-hander on the left side. 120-99. Kings miss. Jazz run the other way. That was Yogi Farrell is out of their rotation. Neto penetrates, and he's fouled. How will Neto tonight? Nothing about the box score line will jump out, but it's plus 14, and there's a weird, either a legitimate number or a strange number. When he plays, the Jazz win. When he plays, they have success. And you just sometimes wonder how and why. But tonight, it was effort, energy, and tempo. Timeout on the floor, 120-99. Jazz lead it by 21 on the Jazz Radio Network. 
have 257 left tonight. And the Jazz lead at 120 to 99, up 21 on the Kings. Kings will go to 10 and 9 on the season. Is that right? Or 10 and 10? 10, 10, and, 10, 10. and 10. Jazz will move to 9 and 11. And the Jazz will win their seventh road game this year. This time last which is year the second the most game. of anyone in the NBA. Before the ball game started, the Kings were 5 and 14. So they are definitely ahead it's, of last year. It's great to see. You know, this city has treated this team well. It's great to have, and they have great hope. Marvin Bagley looks super. Harry Giles looks really good tonight. Buddy Heald, super player. Ben McLemore, one of their past draft pick failures. Misses. Just a quick reminder of what once happened. George Niang, ball takes a three, kicks to A.B., rotates to Neto. Right side, corner threes, nothing but Neto. And the Jazz lead at 125-99. Neto tonight, plus 16. Driving on him is Farrell. Hands it off to Giles. The nice thing on Giles, he has great bounce tonight. All the athleticism that made him the number one high school player in the country looks prominent again for him, which was a question after the multiple knee problems. Grayson Allen driving to the basket. Left-hander deep in the cup. Pops out from two feet out. While he's fouled, and Grayson will run. He is a rim attacker, which he was not in his last years at Duke, but that's because that guy Marvin Bagley and that guy Wendell Carter were sitting in the middle of the lane clogging it. Grayson Allen, his sophomore year run, took 133 shots at the basket. His junior year, he took 58. His senior year, only took 36. Well, he has great legs. I mean, he can get off the floor. That time he used it to try to shoot the high floater over the fingertips. And he looks to attack. Neto on a key play tonight. Stolen inbound pass. Kind of changed the game. Just tried to do it again here. Up 26 with two minutes left. Three ball for the top. No good for McLemore. Jazz are going to win tonight by a lot. That'll help them out. Got to recover from that Dallas thing for your numbers. Here's George Niang driving. They have ladling like Ingles for two. Some listener gave that to me, and it was the best phrase I could come up with for the underhand scoop. Yogi Farrell crab dribbles into the middle, then flares it out to Williams, who fires the shot and hits. Troy Williams is just a scorer. Jazz in Indiana tomorrow. Tickets are available at utahjazz.com. We hope you'll come out and join us. Jazz play uh, and then fly the next day to Brooklyn. It was so nice of them to bring us west for a few days. Neto's shot blocked. Here comes Farrell, played at Indiana. Steps through on Grayson, foul on Grayson. Now the Jazz can go get the one against Indiana, get back to five or get to nine and ten and eleven. That'd be great because this schedule is so. We've said it the whole time. The Jazz can just be hovering around five hundred when the calendar turns. Not at five hundred, hovering around five hundred. Things will get a lot better. Oh, again. They have the exact same record last year as they have now. And a schedule that wasn't as hard. And a schedule that wasn't as hard, absolutely. I've never been through anything like this stretch that we've been through here and that we're really about to embark upon. The fact that we, a day after tomorrow, fly back east again. We'll end up playing 12 games, 10 of them on the road, as Allen is fouled. Minute left. So we'll play 10, 12 games, 10 of them on the road, single home games, 
two trips to the East Coast, one to the West Coast, and games in all four time zones in this stretch. Until we play, well, Brooklyn Brooklyn lost tonight. Until we play the Brooklyn Nets, we won't have played a team in this stretch of games that's below 500. I mean, just a ridiculous stretch. And frankly, what the Jazz needed more than anything in the world was a night like tonight where they played a team on the back end of a back-to-back who is not an elite team who's tired, and they took advantage of it. Giles trying to dribble on Epe, kicks it out to McLemore, who's going to shoot every time he touches the ball, and he scores. Oh, check it. That was Troy Williams. He might shoot every time he touches the ball, too. George Niang left side. Epe Udo in the post. Back out. A.B. Hard off the handle. No good. Neat little try by Yogi Farrell to punch the rebound out. A.B. drives. Kicks to Niang. Corner three. Come on, kid. Got it. Good. He needs that confidence booster. It's one of his last two. 133-109, Utah. Ron, how much... I don't mean this disparagingly to the Kings, but we haven't played a team that you could just kind of have a night on. And the Jazz are having a night. How much does this matter? I think it matters individually. Um, it matters as a team there as well, especially when you've been struggling, you know, with, with certain parts of your, of your game. And shooting has been a problem for the Jazz. So when you have a good shooting night as a team, you feel good about it, and hopefully it carries over until tomorrow night. And frankly, the shooting tonight was that they got on the rim, right? Well, and, and they... Because they were only 10 of 30 from three. It wasn't like they did anything outrageous from three. And they kept the Kings in the half court. And they do it without Donovan Mitchell, where they really struggled to score before. I don't know what the final defensive number... The final defensive number of the night right now is a 104, a little misleading... Jazz had the Kings at well below that for most of the night. Jazz score 42 in the fourth tonight. Jake will have a guest here coming up in just a second. Back in the locker room. Jake Scott and Britton Johnson will join us as well. We'll see who jumps on the headset for us. I don't know if we get Rudy Gobert like we always do, but maybe somebody else tonight. Let's see what we find out. It'll probably be Rudy, I'm being told. We like that. Is he there? Rudy, you got us? Yep. We get to talk again. There we go. You dismiss talking, enjoying talking to me. You like talking to me, don't you, Rudy? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> Not too much. It's a laser win. Uh, deep, keeping them out of transition tonight. What was the key to doing that? Run back. And, <laughs> Run uh, back and communicate, you know, and uh, they had a few few layers, but it was off of turnovers. Beside that, I think we did a great job. Uh, why was that better, and why was that better against L.A. than it has been earlier this year? Because we put the emphasis on it, you know, and uh, once we, I think now that, now we, we realize that uh, if you want to be a good defensive team, you have to run back, you know, and it's it's all of us. I think we, we had to hurt, you know, it was painful, but uh, at least now we realize uh, that if you want to win a basketball game, you have to run back. You made a bunch of plays tonight from catching at like 15 feet, 10 feet, and going to the basket. What allowed you to do that tonight? Uh, I just thought I had to be more aggressive. You know, I work on that every day, and uh, I have to put more pressure on, uh, on the guy that's guarding me. And, uh, you know, I'm going to keep doing that. You had a season high in something tonight. Do you know what it was? Assist. You got it. Five of them. Mm-hmm. 
What are you going to become Nikolai Jokic now? I'm, I'm Rudy Gobert, baby. <laughs> You're the best, Rudy. Congrats on a great win. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I love him. He's truly, he's great. Rudy Gobert, 18 points, 15 rebounds, 5 assists, single block, but a big impact on the game. Britton and Jake join us back, and, you know, it's... The mood changes with a win or two, but really more importantly, I think you've seen back-to-back good performances on the road this trip. Yeah, no, I love Rudy. That was a great conversation, especially like where he said, uh, yeah, I like talking to you a little bit. Not that much, though. <laughs> that was hilarious. But Rudy was great. How about the aggressiveness? I thought that was the name of the game tonight, Britt. Uh, Rudy going to the hoop. I mean, even making that move. Uh, Locke, you, you mentioned it 15, 20 feet away from the hoop that ended in a dunk. And I think you're right on the money, David, when you're talking about them getting it right at the rim and getting that confidence. I thought uh, they played terrific tonight. What about the change in the lineup? What do you think about that? I thought Derek Crowder with Crowder starting tonight rather than than Derek Favors. Well, I I thought they took advantage of matchups, and I thought Derek. Uh, I thought he shot the ball well, uh, Britt. I thought he played with a little more of a chip on his shoulder. Maybe kind yeah. of the change he wants to get out there and and play hard. Not that he doesn't always, but uh, it, it seemed to work at least against Sacramento. I do. I, I knew it was going to mean more minutes for Cephalosha as well, coming in and subbing in at that four spot. I thought it made the Jazz quicker, off, offensively and defensively. The Jazz seemed to have a really nice tempo in their attack on every offense tonight. David, I love what you were saying at the end of the game. Jazz haven't been able to have a night. And I think they had the night tonight because of the aggressiveness of Rudy Gobert the way he played uh, and their tempo and offense and the way they were attacking. It created the night. You know, and for anyone that's just go ahead. The Jazz took 50% of their shots at the rim tonight. Wow. That's an incredible number. And an unlikely number this year with how much they're talking about shooting more threes. That is a big number. 41. Well, they still get up 30 threes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exactly what they want to do. They want to get it at the rim or or take it from three. So uh, it worked, you know. And I I still go back to last game, Locke, when you dropped that stat on us, that the Jazz get the most open shots in the league. Tonight they they went in. I mean, you know, maybe it's just one of those hot, cold type things. But if the offense is working to get the the shots open, you know, they've got to make them. And tonight they did. Here's the thing. If the Jazz can shoot, and, and I think this would be about league average, if the Jazz can shoot 35% from three instead of 32% from three, that's a big difference. Yeah. And yeah. the problem is that we're having too many nights where we shoot 20% from three. And that's that's what they, you know, we got to avoid the nights where you have 20% three points. You can go tonight. They weren't great tonight. 10 of 30 from three is not great. It, but... 33% gives you a chance to win. When you go 4 of 22, you can't win. Right. The bigger problem is the stat you brought to our attention the other night, Dave, is this, uh, so many of these threes are open threes. Oh, yeah. Well, third in the league in wide open threes. So. And like 25th in making. Here, here's the – you guys, uh, I would go with a different – Ron brought up the, the lineup change. I think the substitution change is bigger, and I don't know how he, Quinn does this necessarily when Donovan comes back. But I thought Howell Neto – as the backup point guard tonight had a bigger impact than Jay Crowder as a starting power forward. I thought how the, the offense ran the same way for 48 minutes tonight. And the tempo that Neto created was very different than we've seen all year long out of that position. Well, what you mean is the tempo that, that Ricky Rubio provides. Yes. 
Neto comes in, and it's the same tempo for the most part, or maybe a little faster. And he's much more willing to push it ahead right. than the other players who've played back at point guard. Thank you very much. Now, Derek Favors made the same amount of minutes that he averaged for the year tonight. And so then the question is, is that all, is that all right with him? Well, is that all right with him and, and to the point where there might be ball games where he won't start, but he'll still get the same amount of minutes? Right. I mean, it's not like he's... He's getting taken out of the starting lineup. It's just that in some ball games, like tonight, I mean, it was a big concern with the way the uh, Sacramento Kings get up and down the floor uh, that Derek probably may, may have not have been as effective at, at the power forward position. Right. And 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 the other one is, uh, to that point, is that they, when he was in the game, engaged him much at a much higher level offensively than they have been this year. Yeah, no more corner Derek and no more Derek in the corner. You well, have Derek's not on, if Derek's not on the floor, with, Derek's only in the corner when he's on the floor with Rudy. Right, that's what I'm saying. I, I and agree. That doesn't yeah. really work. So that's the problem. Uh, Rudy, twenty nine minutes tonight. Um, we never got a final box tonight. Well, he said, I guess they're slow with him tonight or something. Oh. Waiting on the leg, you said. They're waiting, oh. they're waiting on the NBA. Oh, okay. Um, but Rudy, tw- you know, Rudy only played 29 tonight a little bit because Epe got an extra three. But it'll be interesting to see. I, I, I don't think we've seen the last of Derek Favors in the starting lineup. I think this was a unique matchup where it worked correctly. I mean, tomorrow night, um, you know, Thaddeus Young, he's probably, unless, unless something changes, um, I, you know, there's different ways and different matchups. And, you know, Toronto has shown the ability to play six starters. And they fly around with Valanciunas and Ibaka. That's, that's beginning to be a bigger model in this league is, is the six, seven starters and you play around with it. It's always how it's been in European. It's only a matter of time before it becomes into the NBA. Well, I, uh, before we leave the Neto thing behind and say goodbye to you guys, I gotta say, my boy Britt was talking about how his return might actually be a real positive impact. And this was what, Britt, like a week and a half ago. And you got razzed a bit on Twitter, but you were right I tonight, took, man. I took some heat. Yeah, you Tonight did. was validation. Yeah, you gotta be feeling good about that. I but, do. Uh, Thank you, Neto. All right. Well, I mean, he has his limitations. We can't <laughs> right. ignore that, right? I mean, we saw him the other night. I don't know if it was against De'Aaron Fox or who, and he just got bogarted to the basket. But, there's something about him that generally we're good when he's on the floor. Now, that also can be, let's make sure we clarify because I'm a big numbers guy, but plus minus can be a very misleading stat. If you have a good head coach, your player, most, a lot of your players will have good plus minus because when they're in a position to fail, the coach doesn't put them out there. Yeah. Or if you have a deep roster, some of your lower bench guys can have good plus minuses because there's enough depth to prevent them from being in a position to fail. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, boys, we'll have safe travels, and we'll see you tomorrow night. A home game, a rare home game, huh? Okay, man. It's not a home game when you leave the next day and you come in the night before. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) Have a fun trip to Salt Lake. Exactly, Britton. Thank you very much. (laughs) See you guys. Uh, There you go. That's Locke and Boone. They'll be back here tomorrow night before they have to leave once again. We'll get you the post-game show coming up right around the corner. We'll let you hear from Quinn Snyder, the players as well. It's your Jazz Game Night post-game show. kicks off next here on the Zone Radio Network. 